0: MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with the beautiful and talented Rich Slayton. No, I'm kidding. Thank I'm you so much. Beautiful and talented Ashley Evans-Smith. Uh, just getting off her first UFC win. Uh, I was so proud of her. Uh, I've seen this girl over probably like five, six years, and I've been a fan of yours uh, for five or six years, mm-hmm. as well as a very, very funny, underrated comedian. Oh, thank Rich, you. Rich Slayton Can is here. Can we talk here. about how I'm beautiful for a little while longer, though? You're beautiful as well. Uh, thank you. Rich Slayton. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. People, I've been saying it for weeks now, Decipher. It is the lifestyle firm designed to help you make your everyday life easier. They specialize in individualized consulting designed to help you maximize your potential. Call for strategic advising and support, whether it's for help with short-term, focused goals, or for coaching, or long-term career management. Among other services, they offer life coaching, mental coaching, contract negotiations, and personal advising. Not sure that your needs fall into their realm of expertise, call them today at 1-888-731-COACH. That's 1-888-731-2622. Use the code ROASTED for 10% off. That's right. Use the code ROASTED, 10% off. Also, Decipher Life is their newly released audiobook, now available for download. You want to make a truly positive change in your life? You need to hear this book. Download it from iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, or directly from their website on Decipher.com. I recommend this to everybody. It's fucking hilarious and a great book. Also, tip a fighter. Listen, fighters are underpaid, okay? They're working two, three jobs. It's horrible, all right? So, we can make a difference. We can tip fighters. Baba Jenkins, who came up with Tip a Fighter, is fighting this Friday night in Bellator, this Friday against Gotti Mochi, I think his name is. And uh, so, tip Bubba. Like the way Bubba fights after he gets to win, throw the dude some money. Tipafighter.com. Tipafighter.com. Fighters, you're in there anyway. Might as well get paid more, okay? I like getting tipped as a comic. It's awesome. People come to my show, they go, hey man, you were hilarious. Here's 100 bucks. Here's 50 bucks. Here's a blowjob. Uh, so, <laughs> I like getting tipped, okay? You should too. Ari Shafir's fans give uh, give me free weed all the time. Nice, so great. Good on you, Ari Shafir fans. There we go. Uh, so my week Thursday night, uh, I did a show at the haha. Ha. It was great. I actually had to follow this guy, Vinny uh, O'Shana, very funny comedian, very high funny energy. Dude. And I, I used to get in my head when I followed high energy like just guys, and now I'm just like fuck it. I want to see how good I really am. So uh, so that's that's what I did. And it was I had a good set. I was really excited about that. Uh, and then Friday night, I watched this comic, a uh, friend of mine. You know, it's funny cuz he he deals with the problems in his comics. You get these guys they don't heckle, they laugh too hard. You ever have that where they have like an obnoxious laugh? Oh, they yeah. laugh at everything. The setup the punchline, and it gets in your head because you want to like, tell the guy, listen, you, or girl, you're fucking up my flow by laughing too much. At the same time, you do that, people think you're a dick because they're just laughing. So he, this comic got angry. He's, he got actually turned the crowd against him. There's ways to do it. You know. They're, like, I always say, like, hey, is this is your first time out in 25 years, or you know, <laughs> were, were you kidnapped? Or, a little judo. Know, like, a little judo. Verbal judo. Yeah. Uh, does he ever have that problem? Oh, all the time. We had to kick a guy out of the comedy
1: store a couple weeks ago because he was sitting front row and he was up he was standing up and applauding too much. Like during setups, he would stand up and start applauding <laughs> in the face. Like his hands were almost uh, slapping Dan Cook on both sides of the face. That's obnoxious. It so. was out of control. And then we we go and tell him like, Hey man, you gotta calm down. And he would sit there and pout and looked at the saddest man ever oh, for five God. minutes and then start doing it again. Yeah, I got to go, buddy. Sorry, you're having too much fun.
0: That's ridiculous. That's the uh,
2: equivalent of an MMA fan with his beer in one hand saying, fuck him up, fuck him up, you know? That like, happened. Just- I remember I told by my friend Greg, remember?
0: You were at, you were at that fight at Victor, and I, I go, Greg, stop. Oh, that's yelling, remember, <laughs> I was embarrassed. Yeah. You and Carla—that It's
2: that guy. You know, they know they mean well, but you're like, please, just, just stop, just stop.
0: <laughs> you're right. You, you don't right as kill a, him, kill him. Like no, no. That's <laughs> annoying, right? Yeah. I was trying to tell Greg the next day at the. I was like, dude, he's like, I was a fan. I paid money. I'm, I go, yeah, but you're a round fighter is you know, you know, there was a certain respect. You could cheer, yeah. but don't just. But he wasn't so yelling for a person. He was yelling just fuck him up. He yeah. was yeah. Cheering for violence. F
1: him up. <laughs> F him up. Hey, well, you know what? To be fair, you you you. What you want. Like, that's why I go to fights and go, hey, please hug more. Yeah. This is not, this is too aggressive for me. The acid's kicking in and this is not, this is fucking up my butt. Have bus. You ever taken acid before a fight? No, but I did run into Joey Diaz and Ari Shafir at uh, the Anderson Silva uh, Vitor Belfort fight when they were both fried on acid. Really? Oh, yeah. They were. They told the story They're both fried out sitting in the front row watching Vitor get kicked in the face. Jesus. And I ran into them in the hallway. I was like, hey, what's up, guys? And Joey didn't even have like the, hey, what's going on, cocksucker? He didn't even have that. He was like,
0: ah. This is too much. I can't do it. I, I you know what I probably couldn't even get stoned and go to a fight. When I get stoned uh-huh. I, and I have them in public, I then worry or nervous that everyone knows how fucking high I am, and they all have judgments about me. <laughs> so I just smoke and just stay home now. If or I'll be with one or two people or a chick or something, I try not to get in. Do you do you still smoke or?
1: No, no, she's uh, she's a competitive fighter
0: tested by Usada. She does not smoke. That's good. On, good for you. What is she from Stockton? <laughs> no, I, I, right. Exa- by the way, yeah. Right. Now, how is Nate Diaz going to f- uh, pass this test? Is he just assuming fifteen percent of it just goes out the window? That's why. He, that's why they negotiated his contract so high is so that that
1: fifteen percent was like, can you guys just give me an extra two million dollars so they can take that?
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, I can't wait for that fight. By the way, uh, Thursday night I'm performing in Vegas at the Stratosphere. Uh, hit me up if you want free comps, and I'm gonna try to go to the fight Saturday. I don't know. I don't have tickets, but I'm gonna do everything I can to get tickets. Uh, but so then, anyway, so then I, I actually Saturday I woke up, I ran four miles. You know, here's right the problem you. with me running though. Like I'll I'll work out and run, and then that night I'll reward myself by getting like a pint of Ben and Jerry's, and I'm <laughs> like, you know what, I ran. So then I actually get fatter than if I had never run in the first place. Like, if I, 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 I overcompensate. I'm like, oh, I, I lifted today. I could eat extra, you know, paul parmesan. Oh, yeah. D- that, do you do that as a fighter i
2: mean if i was a a normie probably yeah what's it called a normie not a fighter so what we call
0: civilians
1: (laughs)
2: normies civilian am i a normie yeah you're a normie oh jesus christ (laughs) but there's this thing called weigh-ins and that's like that extra little motivation to not eat the pint of ben and jerry's but this week i've been making up for
0: it really yeah so after your fight you kind of went you kind of went nuts i'm going
2: ham right now you going ham (laughs) yeah
0: now i know 135 is a tough cut for you
2: it used to be, honestly, um, but I had a lot of time. I had six weeks, and then I'm on an all-vegan diet, um, majority of fight camp, so it was the easiest weight cut I've ever had. I literally cut, like, six pounds a day before and floated one oh, pound. that's not bad. Yeah, floated one pound overnight, woke up on weight, you know, just, like, sipped throughout the day before weigh-ins. and. It was chill. You,
0: you look know? great. You look ripped. I was a little <laughs> nervous for you though because you were posting a lot on Facebook. And normally, when fighters post so much on social media, it's not a good sign. And like every, my whole flood, my whole time, I was just great because I got to see you like in like your your ass hanging out and everything, hey. and like your your ab, your abs. <laughs> but 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 there was like I was like uh oh. I hope sometimes I think fighters get nervous and they overpost or they overshare because maybe they're not. And I was like I was concerned for you.
2: Nervous and you overshare—that's the opposite for me. You okay. Know? Like when I'm like feeling extra confident, i am going to post this pic, you know. Like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm, you know, like so if you see me not sharing or not posting, like man, she hasn't been on social media for a while. I'm somewhere like. Nervous. You get worried. Yeah, or like yeah. You're at some Black <laughs> eating, Sabbath concert by yourself. Eating my life
0: away somewhere at a <laughs> vegan buffet. I don't know. Yeah. Now, now that talk about the fight. Uh, so the fight first round, I got nervous. Mm-hmm. You back straight up. Yeah. You got caught. Shit. How hurt were you?
2: Uh, I was rocked for sure, you know, like equilibrium um, all off. You see me kind of turn, cut, you know, eventually cut the fucking corner and uh, kind of get my bearings back. Um, but like not rocked enough where I was about to go out, you know, just, you know, strong right hand. Should have cut the corner. I back straight up um, one too many times. You know, it's something that we've been working on. But like they say, everyone has a
0: game plan until you get hit. So now you've been rocked before in fights. Were you like, was it a familiar like, oh, shit.
2: Yeah, it was. It was like, all right, you got to fucking, you know, that's why you see me kind of cover up. um, And, and uh, she, she misses a few punches. Thank goodness. If she would have been more accurate with those last couple punches, you know, to like maybe finish me off, it would have been a lot worse for me, but I'm trying um, to
0: finish you off for years. (laughs) All right, right, go on. All right, go on. You never uh, say that to me anymore. All right, go on.
2: Yeah, but no, I I was definitely rocked. And, you know, I know I, I completely lost that round, especially at the very end when she sinks in the guillotine. Um... But you know, that was enough to wake me up and come back for rounds two and
0: three. I was nervous. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. But then I was like I was like, no, I had my ha- my hands in my head, like, <laughs> no, no, not again. No, oh, no. God. And then but then you survived it. Yeah. Second round was close. It could have went either way. Yeah. Third round you clearly won. Yeah. Um momentum definitely you won. Uh and I, you know what? I thought it was a good I could have won at first I could have won 10 8, and it could have been a draw, but I could see you winning the fight. Uh, and I was like, I was so proud of you. It also showed how tough you are. Um, were you surprised that she kind of, uh, uh, kind of like coasted a little bit? in the second and third?
2: Yeah, I, I actually was because, you know, we knew she was that really aggressive forward fighter. Like, I thought, I expected uh, Marion in round one to be Marion in round two and even more in round three, you know, because in my mind, I was like, shit, you know, I lost round two, you know, I was told I won round, or sorry, I lost round one, was told I won, won no, round number three, so I was like, all right, I gotta for sure push the pace in round three. I thought she would say, that you know, be feel the same thing, like you have to, you know, both of us really gonna go for it, but I felt her holding back more so than I was, and I. Felt Like, just that tiny bit let me win the fight. And I know I didn't win the fight by, like, oodles and oodles, you know? But she's a tough bitch, you know? It's like, dude, if you're fighting number 11, I didn't expect to go in there and knock her out. I expected a war. And that's what it was. And I won by just a a smidgen, maybe, you know? But, like, I still got the win.
0: You got the win. I was so proud of you. I was jumping up and down like a little kid. Uh, (laughs) Although I was upset. And the wrestling team was very disappointed. (laughs) Okay, here you are. You are uh, are a state champ, right? Mm -hmm. California state champ. Two times.
2: Uh, Washington, Oregon
0: as well Washington, Oregon So yeah. you were a three-time state champ mm-hmm. And you are All-American in college mm-hmm, four Four-time Four-time mm-hmm. All-American, top eight Did you end up winning the Did uh, <laughs> you win? Yeah, I got fourth all, all, and on the
2: national level
0: Fourth on the national <laughs> level And what the fuck happened to the wrestling? <laughs> I
2: know, I know Everyone's like, uh, excuse me, wrestler Why did you not wrestle? Um, To be honest, um, after that guillotine attempt in the first round I, I got a little nervous I'm not gonna lie, you know I I was a little hesitant with my grappling, and she's a brown belt, and I respected her maybe a little too much. So in the second and third, um, when I was striking, I felt like, you know, when you're actually sparring with someone, maybe you spar with someone, and you start landing strikes, you can see the anguish in their face. Every time they they step in or you step in, and you're like, all right, you're taking a little bit of life out of them. They're like Mortal Kombat bars going doot, do doot, doo, just a little bit every time mm-hmm. you get them. And I just could see it in her. And so um, in between rounds on the stool, my coach was like, all right, got to take her down. you got to wrestle. And I was like, I feel like I'm doing good on the, with the striking. And he's like, okay. But just know you can go to your wrestling. So I just felt more confident with my striking. You got the win. You got the, win. Uh, yeah, you got I the mean, win.
0: But you listen to your coach. Okay?
1: I, <laughs> the coach yeah. believes in your wrestling. Right, yeah. Rich? Absolutely. And I, can we finally now get Ashley Evans-Smith a Wikipedia page? Has this UFC uh, win earned her that right? Oh, I yeah, think so. I Not only that,
0: she, I mean, she beat Fallon Fox, who was the first transgender fighter, Ever, I mean, she she beat her. She gave her mm. her first loss. That's a that's a good point. That yeah. that I think is a pretty much a, a Wikipedia worthy.
2: What constitutes like Wikipedia worthy though? I don't. Doesn't some like weird person out there just? I look, it? First of all, you I made a, some nerd.
0: First a of all, I page. made so a page. Listen, I was on the Tonight Show twice. I was a finalist last <laughs> Comic Standing. Chelsea Lately got a new show. I made a Wikipedia page. With all that, someone said, You're lying. And they took it down. <laughs> You're lying. I, so I, so I, swear, I was like, I really, here are the videos of me doing all those things. Someone said I was lying. I was like, All right, you know what? I don't have time to argue with some 15 year old in Canada about yeah. what I've accomplished in my life. So yeah. anyway, back to you. But so, uh, no, so now, now you got that win. Did you go out and party afterwards?
2: Uh, you know, we were in Pittsburgh on a Sunday night. It was cold as balls. You know, it's not like you can really get dressed up and go out. Um, but I ate a lot of pizza to celebrate. <laughs> so okay. we did what we could, you know. I did
1: too. That- I ate a lot of pizza to celebrate. <laughs> your it was great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, now, the last time you were on the show, you had this... This boyfriend named Raul, right? Uh, <laughs>
2: no, I've been broken up with that guy forever. Oh, okay.
0: So I, I just wanted to see if you're still... Are you single still? Are you yeah, dating I'm anybody? single,
2: single still. All right, all
0: right, are you dating a fight? No fighters? No fighters. All right, are we done with the fighters? Have we, are we, are we gotten the funny people now? Because it seems like... <laughs> by the way, Ashley came and helped coach wrestling... One day, I got you, know, you know, Rich. I don't even know, you know. I coach a wrestling team for little kids, and Ashley came, and she was so adorable. You were so good with the kids; they loved you. <laughs> they, uh, you were, you were laughing. You were having a great time. Did you have a good time doing that?
2: Yeah, I love kids. Honestly, I really like. I used to coach a kids wrestling team in Long Beach, um, and that was like one of my favorite things. I, it wasn't even worth like the drive, like financially, but it was just nice. It was a nice breakup from like. You know, me and all my guy teammates punch each other in the face. And so then going back and doing it at night, it was, like, fun. And, and I like kids a lot. So I don't know if I see kids in my future, but I love them. Well, I love no, them.
0: you said after practice you wanted to have little wrestlers.
2: Well, I mean, maybe. <laughs> that,
0: <laughs> but, that's what you said. And I, so that's what you, so I, you know, after you said that, I got, I got the bed ready. All right. Now, um, there's some other things I want to talk about. So I went to this Oscar party yesterday. You, and exciting it it was one of those this woman i know i i love her charmaine she's this producer she always has these ridiculous parties where like no one knows why they're there (laughs) it's just some strange people last one it was like me and joey fatone uh yeah it was backstreet uh, boy no uh in sync in In sync so (laughs) So this one it was me and it was the the girl that played jam brady Jennifer, Elise oh, yeah. Cox, and and some guy who was the Prince of Germany, who I guess was on the Real Housewives. He said, "I don't even know Germany had a kingdom still, but he's the Prince of Germany." So everyone's there. That's this mansion in the in the hills. Everyone's talking. The Oscars are, haven't started yet. There's music playing, and she goes, "Go be funny, Adam," and, and throws me on the microphone. Of course, nobody's listening. Sure, yeah. uh, everyone's getting up. So in the middle of my set, if you call it a set, some guy came over, took the microphone, and then said, uh, anybody know where the uh, the corkscrews are for the bottle of the wine? <laughs> like, took the microphone... <laughs> Like it was such a disaster. Uh, It was just one of those gigs, Uh, but it was—I still had fun. uh, Although I left my—I lost my keys there, Uh so I I finally—I got home. Actually, I took an Uber home. Prince
1: of Germany always stealing keys. I heard that about them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So then I had to call my dad to to drive me drive over to my place to let me in. So Uh, you got
2: paid, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you lost your key, so you probably got hammered.
0: Uh, no, I didn't get hammered, but I lost my keys. But it's one of those – I have a car where the, the key doesn't go in the car. It just has to be in the car. Uh-oh. I have a, a 2016 Fancy. Porsche Fusion.
2: Fancy. Yeah, no, it's the worst stuff. It's, it's going to be like $500
0: for his fucking – gets his key back. Yeah. Otherwise, it would be like 20 bucks for a key. So now I got – it's just a pain in the ass. I've had so many – I had so, one of the worst – me losing my key stories before we get to Gian Valante was <laughs> I actually went to uh, I went to the beach when I was younger. I was a teenager. I had my first car, which looked like a, um, the Back to the Future car, the uh, DeLorean? A DeLorean, although it wasn't, but it looked like a DeLorean. <laughs> so I lost my keys on the beach, and I, I thought maybe I left them in my car. So I broke in through the sunroof, right? And I put the sunroof on the side of the car. Realized went in, the car wasn't there. Opened my door. Sunroof crashes, right? So then I, I shattered the whole sunroof, the glass, because I, I forgot that I put the sunroof next to it. And then, of course, it rains. Oh my so now my whole car got soaked. That was a terrible key story. I was thinking about bad key stories. I had a bad
1: key story. I, uh, I lost my keys once, and it had my wife's chastity belt key on there. We haven't had sex in like five years now. It's been really difficult.
0: <laughs> and then one of the actually, not a bad key story, a bad vehicle losing story or uh, whatever. It was my bike. I mean, me and my, my, my friend, we were 15 years old. Onyx was playing. I don't know if you remember Onyx. They had that song, Slam. Doo, doo, doo. They were, we were playing this nightclub. So me and my friend at like 10 o'clock at night rode our bikes to the nightclub, right? We were like 14 years old. And we, we, go, we try to get in. And the guy in charge was also like owned my hair salon or something, this guy Rich. He was this big promoter in Long Island. And he's like, Looks at me, goes, you can get in, you can't get in, to my friends. My friends just left, and I stayed. I, I, like, locked up my bike, and the whole night I was dancing with these, like, 20-year-old girls. I was 14 years old, dancing, having a great time, (laughs) trying to mac. Actually, I remember that song by Blackstreet This or That came on, Mm -hmm. and while I was dancing with a girl, her boyfriend was like, this or that, and pointed at me. I was like, I was the vat part of the song. (laughs) Uh, So then I go to get my bike, it's gone. Someone stole my bike. After so, I had to have my friend, his older brother, had to steal his parents' car to pick me up, uh, and drive me home. And I lo- and I cried the whole way home. So this story is that you're the black nerd from Dope. Yes, was, <laughs> I, I that's great. See, I didn't see Dope, but I got my bike stolen at this. Yeah, that was a horrible. Oh, that's the
1: bet. That was the that was that was way better than this, Straight Outta Compton. My <laughs> really? <opinion>. Yeah. <laughs> dope was. Every, dope was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was. Everyone's complaining about Straight Outta Compton not winning Dude. shit.
0: Dope was awesome. Yeah, that should
1: really? been- dope.
2: Was such a good movie. Yeah, really, such a good movie. Yeah, huh. and definitely not what you expect. Mm. Not at all. Yeah, yeah, really, it takes really you off good.
0: Guard. Yes, we're gonna call Gian Valente right Gian. now. Gian. Uh, he he's got a fight coming up against uh, Alir Latifi. Mm. Latifi's had it up to here. Uh, we're gonna call him right now. Uh, Gian is ranked number thirteen in the world at two hundred five. He's a beast. Hello? Hello, is this Gian Villante? Yeah. How are you on the m a Roasted Podcast? It's me, Ashley Evan smith funny comic Rich Slayton. How are
3: you, man? I, oh, man, yeah, you know, you guys messed me up. I thought 12.30, 12.30 is, uh, <laughs> is uh, my time. We're in different time zones, oh. so I'm not that smart of a guy. Oh, no worries, <laughs> I get man. I punched a lot. Are, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, brother. Good. Me and uh, Weidman just sitting up here in his gym, lounging out right now. Oh, nice. Out, watching uh the...
0: just finish some training, doing a little rolling around. Well, tell Chris thanks for not getting back to me. Uh,
3: oh, well, it's his usual style, you know, that's what he's good at He's the worst, I told him before <laughs> He's I had a master him,
0: I had him on the show before he became famous I go, you're going to become champion When you become champion, don't forget me And he forgot me So uh, Yeah, he
3: already forgot my name since we rolled earlier today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> No worries, I'm still a big fan of both you guys Now you're ranked number Thanks, 13 bro. in the world right now You got a big fight against Ayer Latifi oh, Who oh, hits like a oh, monster oh, oh uh, how are you preparing for this fight? Are you gonna to go toe to toe? Are you gonna use your wrestling? What are you gonna do oh
3: shit paint what's the uh, uh the uh, rocky three quote <laughs> it says, pain, pain. <laughs> yeah no, I think uh you know I think we're both uh you know similar styles that we both come from a little bit of a wrestling background hit pretty hard and uh you know, I just think it was gonna be the tougher guy in there, me or him. You know, this guy Weidman's definitely messing up the interview right now. Oh,
4: nice.
3: <laughs> out here mimicking me. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, I, uh... No, get out of here. Uh, sorry. I got to walk away from this. Yeah, No worries. <laughs> uh, I just think we both hit pretty hard. It's going to be fun. We'll uh, definitely go in there and put on a fun fight for the fans before the real fun Start, uh real fun starts with uh you know Connor and diaz and home and tate i think uh it's a good night of car and i just want to put on a good show for the fans and yeah but, maybe but a lot of people who haven't seen me fight before will see me that night
0: but gene a lot of fights that you're in you're winning the fight you're you're you're, you're beating everybody up and then you get into these slugging contests which is where sometimes you get caught are, are we not
3: going to do that this time Ah, uh, not chances are I will probably still do it. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm putting getting caught, but chances are I'm just gonna go in there and figure it in the out. House. I, I like the stuff, man. <laughs> you know what? I just I, I like the fight. I like the brawls. I like the scraps. You know, I want to put on fun fights and go out there and have fun. So I, I mean, I feel like I could take anything. Sometimes you just get caught with the, with the perfect shot. That's you know part yeah. of life. You know, you can get caught sometimes, but can't go in there being afraid of that. You know, I'm just right. going in there to have fun, be loose, and and. Hit harder than the other guy. And that's it, that's really the game plan. Hit, hit the guy harder than he hits me. <laughs> that's a good game plan. Now you, I I was doing some yeah.
0: research on you. Were ranked third in the state in New York as a junior. You were the New York State champion as a senior, at two fifteen, which is ten pounds heavier than your wrestling and you're fighting right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. that's pretty damn badass. Uh, then you went to uh, you went to Hofstra with Tom Ryan who recruited you, right?
3: Uh, well, yeah, I played football. Uh, I played football at Hofstra, you know, uh, on scholarship there, and then, uh, yeah, I was on scholarship to play football, and uh, I just loved wrestling, and I love Tom Ryan, he's such a great dude, and I know him since I was, you know, a young guy, went to his camps and stuff like that, and uh, it was something where, you know, I kind of got in a lot of trouble going off and wrestling, because, you know, I'm a football, I'm an investment to a football team, you know, I'm on on their dime, but I miss wrestling so much, but. I got good enough to a point where they couldn't say no anymore, and I went and wrestled and I uh, loved it and had fun with it. Just you know, wish I could have gave it a little bit more time and able to do it more, but it's just you know, wrestling's not a thing you could do, you know, half half ass. You know, yeah, you gotta no. Go no. No, no, and, no Tom and, and Ryan used to.
0: Uh, no, Tom used to drive me to wrestling camp too. I went to Tom's camp also, and uh, Oh, I,
3: he's the best man. As tough as it comes, that guy. <laughs> he's such a cool
0: guy. He actually gave me a scholarship to Hofstra as well. I didn't take it. I went to City of Binghamton. But uh, I went on a recruiting trip to, uh, to Hofstra with Mike Quaglia. Yeah, he's the
3: greatest, He's man. the best. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know some of these guys. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I went with Quaglia. He was a nice guy. Super nice guy. He was, he was like 40 uh, still in college. But, uh, but, <laughs> That's but he, was a, he was a good dude. Now, you actually, I mean, you were some football player. You're kind of like, kind of, now you were actually, you actually got offers from the Giants, the Eagles, and the Jets were all interested in you.
3: What, what happened? Yeah, you know, I did did my tryouts, and uh, you know, it, it, it was there. I think I was good enough to play in the league. Uh, played with the Bucks a little bit too. And it just, you know, it was there. It just didn't work out for whatever reason. I guess it led me to this. But um, come on,
0: what happened? Did you did you, you bang, know, did you bang uh, the, the cheerleaders?
3: What happened? No, <laughs> but I think to tell you the truth, you know, I, should, I probably should have got drafted. Didn't get drafted. You know, really great numbers with you know all the forties and everything like that, and the benches and all that type of stuff. And I think, you know, and the off-field issues where I would just get in trouble, get in a lot of fights and stuff like that. And you know, coaches weren't, I didn't always agree with my, my coaches and start, you know, we got this I've actually gotten altercations with my football coaches. Wait, you're so, laughing, so wait, hold on, I was slow down, I you can't, you can't, can't up. wait, wait,
0: hold I, 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 you hold, know, I kind of punched some
3: coaches or whatever. it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> wait,
0: you got in the fights off the field at Hofstra, where you went to like, uh, Bogarts something and beat people up, what happened? Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, I mean, if you ever, if you ever watch me, you know, if you can see when I fight, if you could look at me, if you look closely, I got a scar on my back with 80 staples. I got sliced on the back, been stabbed in my back with a bottle, sliced with a razor, stabbed with a screwdriver. I've been in all sorts of crazy, bad altercations. <laughs> I actually showed up to my pro day with a black eye like out so far and like 14 stitches in my shoulder. So it wasn't good, you know? <laughs> so wow, and that's all from bar fights? I needed to do some growing up. Different, you know, either bar fights, to out up for a friend or, you know, whatever. Just stupid fights that I shouldn't have got in we can call you, you know, Gianni football? Things where you needed to grow up. Gianni football. <laughs> you know, you know, I, wasn't, I was a big dude, so if someone was going to fight me, they weren't going to use their hands. They were using weapons, been hit with baseball bats, everything you'd think of. So. Wow. No, I mean, yeah. I think you're really I mean, turning Ashley on right now, by the way.
0: A- a- Ash- <laughs> the girl in the, in the studio, Ashley is like dripping. There's like buckets under her table right now. Just, just so
1: you know. Hey, <laughs> well,
3: my John, name is John Pietosa. So John, I have nothing within the
1: phone. Uh, knowing your close relationship with, with with Chris Wyman. I have a I have an unconfirmed report. I want to see if you'll confirm this for me. That his favorite movie uh. is Pitch Perfect. Is that
3: true? <laughs> Uh, it, it probably is true, but I'm not going to lie. I'm a big fan, too, man. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty funny. If you really watch it, it's a funny movie. I like it.
4: Breaking news.
0: You heard yeah. it here first, folks.
4: Now, what happened with now, What
0: happened with you and the football coach? You you actually beat up the coach?
3: Nah, not beat up, but we were, like, you know, a couple times, maybe two or three times. Uh, I mean, I got recruited by this one guy, Joe Gardy, who was, like, a Ot- Italian guy, like almost like a father figure type dude. And he was, like... You know, he was more the guy that you know, you know. Hey, I'm not mad at you. I'm disappointed, and then that's when I would like you know listen. But then if you had, then I had. We had a new coach come in, and I was like, you know, returning all America and this and that. You know, I think he thought he had a point to prove with me, and you know, I thought I was the man. And uh we would get in uh get into pushing contests sometimes or he'd tell me to leave practice and I wouldn't leave or something. You know, yeah. it was pretty bad. We've into some bad things and then uh you know, it was really me just needing to grow up. It really was. It wasn't him at all. It was, it was me just needing to figure out man, like I I need to smart up, be a leader here, but it eventually happened. I figured it out a little bit later on down the line that I need to grow up, but Hey, that's this part of life, you know. I was a kid back then, and, and that was it. But there was kids who were smart on the team than me. I wasn't one of those guys. Well, <laughs> I was, yeah. a, little, well, I was yeah. a little bit wild and out of control for sure. And uh, he he knew that. You know, he had to push my buttons the right way. and, and That wasn't good. You know, we would literally, <laughs> literally, teammates would have to break it up and stuff. It was pretty funny.
0: <laughs> well, you're a beast in the, uh, in the octagon, man. I mean, you're a... Uh... Uh, I mean, you just—you're uh, just a great fighter. Uh, your last fight against—you uh, beat the uh, Australian dude. What's Anthony Perosh? Anthony Perosh. Uh, you
3: knocked him out quick. Yeah, you can see I'm, I'm not that mean of a guy. I sound like an asshole. You talk about stuff and stuff like that, but I'm really not. Like if you watch that fight, I'm a nice guy. Like I actually felt bad hitting the guy. You know, like, like I really am a nice dude. If you talk to anyone that I know, I'm actually pretty fun to be around. But. Yeah, I had some growing up to do when I was younger. So it happens. I young,
0: so. Now, now, Hofstra, now. now, I actually went to Hofstra for a year. I went to the Binghamton, went to Hofstra. They were some of the most beautiful girls, and they're kind of dumb too, which is great because uh, – but these girls
3: – Perfect for my meathead is.
0: Yes. I mean these girls would wear these like tight yoga pants to class. They would still have glitter on their faces from the night before. <laughs> I mean you being like the star football player, were you just slaying box back in college?
3: <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I had fun in college. Didn't have a girlfriend, and uh, for five years, so you know I, I had fun. And I I bartended up there too, so oh, you know, bartender every night with my shirt off and a pink helmet on. Oh, so. yes, <laughs> 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 I was uh, I had fun, you know, and I bartended. <laughs> it was a sorority night too, so it was me, two other dudes, and then the entire bar full of girls. So. Oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, it was definitely a good time. I loved. You know, I love college, but uh, I'm loving what I'm doing right now. I have a lot of fun. And I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't trade what I'm doing now for anything. This is, you know, the time of my life right now. Oh. Do you have a wife and kids now? That was fun, but I'm enjoying the stuff now. No, 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 not even close. I am uh, just moved to the beach. <laughs> I just, you know, live, uh, I live on the beach, one-bedroom apartment. It's uh, bought my own place. It's pretty, uh, pretty nice. So I'm just enjoying my life, living on the beach. Waking up every day, enjoying a nice
0: nice year. That's it. Nice. Now, when are you coming to Vegas, by yeah. the way?
3: I'll uh, be there tomorrow. Getting out there tomorrow. I have so, a show Thursday tomorrow. night at the Stratosphere. A show Thursday
0: night at Stratosphere, 10 o'clock. Will you come and be my you guest? Know we
3: cut weight on Thursday night, right?
0: Ah, uh, all right. I guess you're not coming.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you'd want a guy in the audience who's going to be as angry as i to be Thursday. No, <laughs> after hearing your stories, don't go anywhere fucking near the stratosphere. Nah, nah. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got. I mean, I don't have a shit ton to lose, but you know, I'm definitely not going to be in a good mood then. I'll tell you that. So, I'll be, I'll be cutting weight then, and then I'll probably make it Friday morning. Uh, it's usually the standard gotcha. operating procedure there, you know. Is uh is uh Chris coming with you? Yeah, yeah. We both leave tomorrow, same flight. Now,
0: now, now. Word is that in Chris's last fight, okay, against um the fight he lost against Uh-oh. Luke Rockhold, he had a fractured foot. That's what uh, Sterling was telling us, and then now, and then it confirmed it. How bad was his
3: foot before that fight? I'm going to ask him right now. Am I allowed to talk about your foot? Like, the guys, that... Uh, you did put it... It is out there, right? Algernon uh, yeah. yeah, he... It's ain't broken, I can say it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Before I left for uh, Australia, being the good friend that he is, you know, he was helping me spar. And I left for Australia two weeks before, before uh, I had to fight. So I fought November 14th. So it was beginning in November at some point. And... Uh, uh, you know, I had to get out there early to get adjusted to time and stuff. So he's uh, helping me spar, good friend that he is, you know, early for for my fight. And uh, I get there, you know, I'm training, whatever. We had a good sparring session, whatever. It goes good. I don't think anything of it. Call him when I get out there, you know, he's or he calls me, just checking in on me let me know, seeing how I feel, seeing how the weight's going, stuff like that. He's like, hey, by the way, I broke my foot. I'm like, what? i think he's playing with me. We always pull stupid jokes on each other like that. He's, I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, ah, no, I really broke my foot. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then, uh, yeah, he's like, okay, dude, you know, just don't don't worry about, it. you know, go in your fight, blah, blah blah. You know, so I get back and he's serious. His foot's broken. Wow. I guess, what he, I guess he kicked me in the knee or or he kicked me somewhere. I don't know. I'll made my elbow. Um, and he broke his foot, and that was literally, what eight weeks from the fight or something like that. And he's training on it every day, so that couldn't have been good. And so. I mean, we did a lot of sparring, never threw one kick, uh, never did any running, never did – there was a lot of stuff he couldn't do, but wow, I mean, like, yeah. I'm not making excuses. No, but the I guy. heard I'm he got – someone said he
0: got $3 million for the fight because he got a piece of Conor McGregor's pay-per-view. So for $3 million, he was like, fuck it, I could probably win with a broken foot. Is that true?
3: Uh, I mean, I think he could win with zero feet. The guy is that good. <laughs> but, you know, he just – it was an off night. I, I think there's a lot of things that went into it, but, you know – he just had an off night. That's part of this game. It's hard to be the best you every night. You know, yeah. he had nights where he wasn't the best him, and he went in there and killed dudes. You know, like it's it just he had an off night. It didn't click right for him, and it clicked right for Luke. But so who wins? Know, who, who wins the rematch? I, yeah, I, I honestly have like 100. You know, even taking myself away from the situation that you know, the guy's my best friend. I think he finishes Luke. If not in the first, early in the second. I, I really do think he could beat him that bad. I do think he's that much better than the guy. I mean, I think Luke's great, too, but I just think, you know, he's that much head and shoulders above everyone else. The guy is, as long as he believes he's, he's the best in the world, and he really is.
0: I can't wait. I can't at, wait to watch at, it.
3: Anyway, too, I think he'd go out there and beat Jones format I, I think the guy is that good. Is yeah.
1: AKA the nerdiest fight camp in mixed martial arts?
3: Is what our AK? I mean, we're pretty nerdy over here. We do some nerdy
1: things
4: <laughs> too, But they,
3: they are uh, no, nah, they got some cool guys. Though. I actually like most of them dudes. I, I like uh, Kane. I like DC, and I like Khabib Actually, too. He's a good dude too. So I, I can't make fun of. It. I'd like to beat most of them. Well, DC anyway, because he is the champ of my weight. But um, no, nah, I think they're all good dudes, funny dudes, and they come from similar backgrounds that you know we do. We're we're wrestlers. Um, gonna come forward. Gonna try to hit you harder than I hit us. It's really nothing crazy. What what wrestlers try to do? We're, we're gonna be tougher than you, and that's it.
0: Well, listen, Gian. It's a pleasure having you on the show. Hopefully, I'll be at the fight. I'm trying, I'm trying to get to the fight on Saturday. Good luck. I'll definitely be there. Yeah, you at the guys waiting. got
3: some exclusive uh, information there with uh, <laughs> being stabbed in my. I've been stabbed in my back three times. <laughs> Literally stabbed. <laughs> so uh, eighty staples. Yeah, you know it gave me some good stuff so. oh, you did you did yeah, great you got I, it man
0: it's a pleasure having you on man and I, I look forward <laughs> to meeting you in Vegas brother
3: alright bro I'll talk to you
0: take care alright that was Gian Vellante tough guy Jesus Christ oh. yeah <laughs> what's interesting
2: uh i feel like a lot of fighters like nowadays it's like when you finally hear their background story it's like you get into street fights and all this crazy stuff and like it's cool because you found a way to do what you've been doing all along but make money for it you know like in a legal professional
0: you never got in like street way. fights did you all the time really yeah why such a sweet girl?
2: Uh, I mean, like you're like he said, you just have like a lot of growing up to do, you know. And like for dumb reasons, sometimes it's alcohol involved, you know, when you're younger. And sometimes it's pride. And you know, you go to a lot of punk rock shows, and people in the mosh pit. Oh, you push me too hard. Some girl would be like, you know, and I'd be like, I'm just really strong, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so you get into all these stupid fights. And you know I remember one time my friend, his dad, hit me up after he found out I was fighting on Facebook, and he said, Hey, I'm just really happy for you um, that you found a way to make money doing what you've been doing all along get into fights, wow you know and i'm like is that a backhanded compliment yes. or is that like legit yes. sincere but it's true you know a lot of fighters sometimes we come from these like street background of like getting the dumb fights and you know we find that we like the fighting part but you know you
0: don't have to always be are you are you still uh, going to punk rock shows yeah all the time yes then <laughs> you go to one recently which one you went to the, the couple nights ago uh, anti-flag well anti-flag yeah what, what, what is that
2: it's it's a political punk rock band.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well, what kind of politics? Are they are they running for anything? Or what, <laughs> they mostly go to KKK rallies? No, oh,
1: no,
2: no, no KKK rallies. No. Um. They're they're real political. You know, like I choose. I'm not really gonna talk about politics on here. Right. But um. But yeah, no. They're just an awesome band in general. They they're actually from Pittsburgh, and it was kind of funny. Like we tag team. Like I fought in Pittsburgh, and then they came out here oh. and I
0: watched the show. It was really cool. Have you ever banged the guy who didn't have tattoos? Yes. Really? Yes, yes I have. <laughs> there's a chance. All right. So, um, do you have any tattoos? Uh, no. You have tattoos? No, I have zero. I don't have. a Jewish have... boy. I have no tattoos. I'm Jewish as well. I just uh, <laughs> proud of you, bro. I, there's nothing that I really want that bad. Can Jews not get tattoos? You, they it's say you thing. can't you're, get. You're not. So, you're kind of not supposed to. They said you can't get buried in a Jewish cemetery. But I'm like, you're dead anyway, and you, <laughs> my parents probably annoy me when I'm dead, you, oh and then you can't. And then you can't leave, right? You're frowned upon. <laughs> oh my god. Now, uh, let's talk about the fights. You watch the fights this weekend? The Bisping Silva, I did. All right, let's talk about that fight. Keep people, it's gonna pound on people's minds. My thoughts on the fight: Look, uh, Anderson Silva, I think should retire. I love Anderson Silva, but he was clearly hurt. And Bisping, you know, they say pillow fists. I obviously he, he hits. He's not, he doesn't have pillow fists, okay? But he is not Let's get. He's not the hardest hitting guy in the, in the division. True. And he had he had he had Anderson on Queer Street a couple times. He had him a little hurt. Had him rocked, and. It seemed like Anderson was kind of fucking around a little bit too much in there, where he was. And I know it's his style, but he was letting, he was giving up way too many punches. I would say Bisbing won the first round. He clearly won the second round. Third round, I would give to Anderson. Fourth round, Bisbing. I mean, Bisbing landed it Silva landed the harder blows, but but Ander, but uh, but Bisbing landed way more. Uh, and then the fifth round, I would give to to Silva. So I I don't see a problem with the decision. Maybe you can give the fourth round to Silva based on how many uh, like the the impact of the blows. But also that third round where Bisping was clearly looking for his mouth guard, and then oh, yeah. uh, Silva yeah. landed a flying knee, which really wasn't that cool of a move. I mean, you see, a, I understand it's a fight protect yourselves at all times. Mm-hmm. But if a guy's looking for his mouth guard, he already has one eye fucking going <laughs> and like, he doesn't need to have no teeth.
1: I, I, <laughs> am I rich, anything? Uh, I, I just can't believe Irving didn't stop the fight, to be honest. I thought that, I thought, it, it looks pretty clear to me, Bisping got the cord cut at the end of round three. Say what you want to say about the circumstances or the moment. Yeah. He got his, he got his, his, his strings clipped. Right. Like the guy went down. It took him 30 seconds to get back to his feet. That fight was over, and I think it was a fighter safety thing, like a problem to let that fight continue. in My opinion, but Ashley, what are you gonna say?
2: Ugh, that's such a tough call. Yeah, I, I mean, as far as like Anderson and in the moment, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think anything bad about Anderson. Like, oh, you should have stopped. But like, I mean, if you're fighting a girl, kill, you kind of see, or you kind of see red. You if you're fighting a girl it. and she's
0: looking for a mouth guard, would you throw a flying knee? <sighs>
2: I mean, if she, like, it's the same same situation where if, like, you know, you're on the ground and, and I've seen this happen where a, a girl, like, points to the ref and, like, hey, she's doing this to, like, try and, like, tell the ref something. And then the, the person on top, like, just takes the opportunity. It's, like, protect yourself at all times. So I'm kind of, like, you know. I, yeah, you, yeah, you're a fighter. Yeah, like, I'm just going to keep going until, like, I was always told don't stop fighting until the ref pulls you off.
0: Right. You yep. know,
2: and, and I'm sorry, but it's your job to protect yourself, so.
0: Okay. That's how I feel. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. I, I and I understand that. And I mean, I guess it's a
2: fight. You're... It's not a volleyball game. You know, like I want to. I want to hurt you. you
0: okay. Know? All right. So, yeah. uh, but, but at the same time, look, I think that Bisbing has fought so many people that have been on steroids <laughs> that that if anybody deserves uh, a gift, it, it's kind of Bisbing. I mean, the fact <laughs> sure. that like everybody he fights tests positive for something, except for I mean, Chael was on stuff, uh, or uh, I mean, it was on testosterone back when it was legal. Uh, Vanderlei was on stuff back when it was legal. Vitor Belfort was on stuff. Kung Lee what? lost uh, and was on stuff. I think he fought Tiago Silva, right? Or Tiago uh, was it, who did he fight that was on stuff? Silva never made eighty five. Are you serious?
2: These are all people that he fought and then w- was known that they were on, or yeah. afterwards found out. Yeah. Oh
0: my god. Every single one How of his frustrating. Was, <laughs> yeah. So if anybody deserves any of this, it's, it's kind of big. So. uh uh, I don't think it was Thiago, but it was, it was somebody else he fought that that was, um, if you looked up. So, you know what, I'll give it to him. Plus, it was his birthday yesterday. So, you, you know.
2: I mean, if he really got that rocked and wanted to continue fighting, you got to give him props for that. Right. You know what I mean? Because, like, if you're out, sometimes you don't, I don't know where I'm at, what happened, you know? So, and he wanted to keep going, then, all right. Plus, he's been
0: on the podcast, and, <laughs> and he actually calls it, that he says he listens to the podcast on his own. I don't know if you guys saw this,
1: uh, but at the end of the fight, his eye was back to normal. That's how hard the meat hit him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: I'm just saying facts. <laughs> that's, that's it's, it's funny because like you would think while he was fighting, he could actually see his mouth guard on the ground. Because oh
2: <laughs> no! <laughs> He's like the guy from uh, Mr. Deeds, you know, the pizza guy. So oh, yeah. I mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so Bisping, uh yeah, so hopefully he'll be on the show. I, I like Bisping a lot. Um, I like him a lot. I like, I like his wife, too. She's super sweet. I, I looked at that round four. Now, to be fair,
1: I, I was screaming at Silva all of round four. Like, what are you doing? Why aren't you just, just like finishing him right now for the first minute and a half where he's like, I guess I'll just watch him get healthier again. Yeah, this yeah. sounds like fun. But I kind of looked at, I need to watch it again with a clearer head. Yeah. But I, I kind of looked at that round similar to, like, the TJ-Dominant the TJ, uh, Cruz fight. I scored that fight for TJ. I'm one of the few people who saw it that way um i think that the, the the quality of shots doesn't doesn't i think quality of shots can overcome quantity of shots right and so i kind of saw that fourth round similarly like the what anderson was landing was cleaner and harder yeah and Bisbing was was winning a point fight right so no, at that I- point when a momentum's going that way you see a guys on queer street how do you score that round I, I mean obviously that's a swing around for the fight
2: can i ask a question sure i've heard this phrase twice in this conversation what is queer street
0: uh, meaning
1: like you don't know what you means are. It means like you're, you're, you've been made loopy. Like your brain is queer. It's acting weird. Got
2: it. Not, having yeah. nothing
1: to do with gayness All whatsoever. Right. Yeah. I was like,
2: what are we talking about <laughs> here? Yeah, yeah.
0: It means you uh, it are. It's actually, in the, it's a street in the West Hollywood where everybody's just <laughs> like dancing around and super happy and dressed very well and ripped. Um, That's really what I envision. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> now, uh, Musashi, uh, his fight. You know what? You know, good for him for saying fuck you to the crowd. Uh, because here's a guy, he fought Talos Laitis, who's a tough, rugged veteran who's been around. Musasi clearly won every round, was beating him up, and the crowd's booing him. And, like, fuck you guys. Like, let's say you get in there and beat up Talos Laitis. I don't think the whole crowd altogether could beat up Talos Uh And you know what? Musashi, uh, you know, I happen to like the fact that at least he shows some emotion, because he has, like, resting bitch face. Like, he... <laughs> You you never yeah. know what he's thinking. He he's walking around. He he looks totally like angry all the time. Good for him, you know?
1: I am very happy right now yeah. that
0: I won my fight. So good him. Good for him. <laughs> you know, I I don't understand this whole booing guys because they didn't get a finish.
2: Honestly, I got booed this last fight as well for the first time
0: ever. Did it affect you?
2: Um, I, I was so like stoked after they, you know, said that I won and I wasn't really paying attention. I was just kind of like in the moment and the announcer said, you know, obviously the crowd's not happy. And then I heard that they were booing and I I don't know, remember what I said. I said something like, I don't care about what you guys think. Or, you know, like even my PR woman was like, I'm just glad you didn't say F you to the crowd because I guess, who was it? Somebody... Ally Quinta, It yeah. was the best thing for him, Someone though. said, like, fuck you guys <laughs> or something boo like me, that.
0: fucking I'll boo you. Yeah, and I was like, well, I didn't do that, but I kind of like, Another Ray Longo fucking... That camp's crazy. <laughs> yeah, those guys are so nuts. Yeah, All
2: so right. she was just happy that I didn't, like, tell the crowd F you, but uh, it's just so not cool. Like, I'm pretty sportsman-like, you know, Yeah. Um, in and outside the cage, I think. I know you just said the whole thing about, like, you know, seeing red and, you know, if the person's mouthpiece falls out, but, you know, if the ref stops, and they'll stop, you know? Yeah. but. Um, I always shake my opponent's hand before, after the fight. You know, I wish him good luck. Even at the weigh-ins, everything. So it's just such unsportsmanlike conduct for the crowd. You know, like
0: it's bullshit. I hate it. And maybe because I, I I talk to fighters every week and I see what you guys go through, but to boo a fighter, yeah, I, like I wouldn't even boo uh, Dada Five Thousand. You know, <laughs> yeah, because at least he went in there. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have the balls to go in there. Maybe maybe if I want to get my. What knee if fixed. it was against
1: Dada Five Thousand?
0: Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I would only go. Then fight there. Bellator, or Scott. Let's people make that fight <laughs> right now. People always ask me, will you ever fight? First of all, I'd have to have like a two year training camp. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I gotta get my knee surgery, April 20th. I gotta get my ACL fixed. But then I'd have to like go in there, learn jiu-jitsu defense, really learn jiu-jitsu, learn striking. The, the three, I would do three a day, like you guys mm-hmm. do. And I'd give myself a real because I, I it's not it's not something you can just fuck around. The mm-hmm. same yeah. thing that people say, oh, it's like I hate people say I'm a comedian. Not me personally. Yeah, you go, yeah. Oh, I'm a comic. Have you done comedy? No, I'm more of a YouTube comedian or oh, I'm God. a Vine comedian. <laughs> or, uh, no, no, you're not a comedian unless you get paid to do stand up. Yep. And, 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 and unless you get paid well enough, I, I think there should be a cutoff. Like. You make more than $20,000 a year doing stand-up, you can say you're a comedian. Uh, well, I'm not a comedian then, guys. Uh, w- <laughs> whatever. man. No, no, but it's... It just
1: happened, right? You heard it here first, folks. I'm going to go now. This has been fun. What's but- the cutoff to be a fighter? Sheesh, I don't know. Uh,
0: <laughs> Do <want> to- <laughs> I don't know,
1: but but you don't understand what I'm saying. I mean, if you get in the trenches, whatever your, whatever your thing is, if you're in the trenches, like I know a lot of amateur fighters who've got eight fights under the belt, they're they're in camp mm-hmm. all day, they're just trying to build up for the thing. You know, you get hit in the face, you're a fighter. Yeah. If you've gone up... For me, if you've done if you've done comedy enough where you can't go back, if you've hit that point of no return, <laughs> the same thing with being a fighter. Like if you've done it to the point where you've been in the trenches, and I can look at you on stage and go, "Okay, look, I know you know how to take a hit, and you know how to come back from it." To me, you're a comedian. To me, you're a fighter. Yeah. If you're an interloper, you're like, "Well, I had I had a fight, or I've, i I you know I went on. I did a sh- I did a show uh, in in the valley once. It's like, no, you're not a comic. Yeah, no. Although you know, I, I love that. Life. I, do, I do
0: love the valley. By the way, I have a new show, Rich. I want to book you at. Every Tuesday night at the Dime Bar in Hollywood, Sweet. eight o'clock. Every Tuesday, the last one was great. Uh, tomorrow night's gonna be great. So, uh,
1: have you? I actually had a question. Have you ever been booed on? Like, actually, the the word "boo" on yeah. stage. Off,
0: off, I fought about. I, I never even told the story, but it was so fucking embarrassing. Uh, Thirteen years ago, fourteen years ago, I had to follow Bill Burr oh, uh, in an all-black room. Oh, no. oh and and, yeah, and uh, and, and I, I brought a date there. <laughs> and uh, a chick that I had already fucked oh, no. uh, Who I was trying to fuck again Oh boy And, and Bill Burr just went on And knew, no one knew who Bill Burr was back then I mean he was big But he was People realize that like I was in acting class with Bill Burr About 14, about 15 years ago I was in acting class New York City And Bill Burr We was in acting class And the teacher was like You're really good Bill What's going on? And he's like I have no agent I have no manager He said I was uh, I was Did comedy for three years. I booked a show Townies with Molly Ringwald, Mm. Uh, which got thrown off the air after six episodes. I stayed in LA. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get, for three years, couldn't get work. Then he said he was like, uh, I don't know if she even watched me telling the story. Then he said his goal was to do do the Apollo. So he came back and did all black rooms, do the Apollo. And he did the Apollo and killed. Anyway, that was probably what I was following him. And, uh, and, And... They crowd started booing me, you know? And (laughs) I had done comedy for maybe like, I think three years at that point, three, four years. But I didn't get off stage. I was like, "Fuck it!" Uh, so they nice. had to, somebody had to come out and, and remove me from the stage. <laughs> I was like, other comics yeah. would just fucking jump around. I was like, "No, nah, fuck that! Like, yeah. we're going to war." I love and, it. And, I love it. And all these black comedians get to me afterwards. They're like, "Dude, you're my new hero." They're like, "They're like, you did an extra ten minutes after getting booed." So like, fuck it. Yes, yeah, so that was yeah. the only time I got booed off stage. Was uh, that one time? Never. I got die, I, I got booed Never. once
1: at the Comedy Store in the original room. Uh, I was trying to work out this really complex bit that had a big pregnant pause at the end. Where I sit on the pause and then hit the punchline. Yeah. Oh my god. And as I as uh, right when I sit on the pause, this table up front starts talking. So I try to address them and deal with them, and then I go back and try to do the punchline, which is death. It just falls you, to oh, it. The, oh, the whole room just stares at me, and this guy in the front goes, eh, 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 "This is great." He goes, "Boo, <laughs> boo." Like a long, a nice a long short. Oh. Boo. Yeah, it's still I, the, the, the timing of it says, in my heart forever.
0: Oh no, the guy who started the booze, right? Because there was one guy who's heckling me who he goes, "The audition's over," blah blah blah. Sorry, right? that's a great one. So then, then he's the guy. His guy led the booze afterwards. His name is J.P. Justice came up to me and gave me his car to take his comedy class oh, after oh I got off my boot. I was like, you fucking started a boot. What a savage man! you move. told me to yeah. fucking, like, take – is that what you do? You, hey, fucking... you you worried about your
1: windows getting broken in this neighborhood?
0: Uh, yeah. yeah, what an asshole. Anyway, uh, another fight that happened over the weekend. Brad Pickett over Francisco Rivera. Uh, you know Francisco? Yeah. You train with him?
2: I don't train with him. I just know I fought on the same card as him in 181, and then uh, he also does the vegan meals through a gorgeous mix with me, and just a really nice guy. Yeah.
0: Uh, a close fight. Yeah. Very. I thought it could have went either way. Honestly. Uh, I, I, you know, it could. And I, I even like tagged. I'm like that fight was like Elias Theodoro could have went either way, <laughs> and, I, and I tagged Elias. And people weren't getting that joke. They were like, oh, I thought it was close. Um, I yeah, I would say it was close. It was a close fight. Uh, it wasn't a complete robbery, but it was one of those fights, kind of like your fight, mm-hmm. where I was like, you know what, I could, I'll be happy. I wouldn't be happy. I would be happy with you winning because you're my friend. But uh, I could, but if you lost, I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't go outside with a pitchfork and be yeah. like, this is fucking bullshit. You know? Yeah.
2: And, and me being someone who just came off of a, a close. Fight, a close win um you know it's i honestly always try and respect the judges you know i'm not going to be that oh, fighter that's that. like oh like arguing with the ref you know what's done is done you know and you want to be with sport but i definitely it just in my own opinion i felt like francisco won that fight
0: and uh but you can't you know it's done sometimes done. the judges have the wrong numbers they have like they tally like 29 uh, like 24 <laughs> or something you're like this this don't even make any sense. Uh, yeah, no, there's no judges. Like one judge gave you the first round, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That's that's kind of crazy." Yeah, that yeah. that was. That I mean, was... I, I
2: I'll admit it. I'm like, um, okay, like,
0: <laughs> but cool. you got no, but fuck know, that. But... First of all, but you're a fighter though, Ash.
2: I know I'm, I'm I'm on it. Like I I got rocked, you know. Like she, you know, got the guillotine in the last ten seconds. You know, I was kind of upset like that. The ref stood us up after she was on her back. Like, that
0: was bullshit. That was the
2: only weird thing about round one that I was like, uh. But, um, but no, yeah, I, I do feel obviously I lost round one, but, um, yeah, that one judge that gave it to me, I don't, I don't know. But
0: you're also a fighter though. Maybe she's a punk rock fan, but you're also, you're also a fighter (laughs) that got suspended for a year for taking a, a dietary supplement. I mean, you got caught for taking like she got suspended for taking a year for something where you take to lose weight, like to to, to, like shit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was such bullshit. Yeah, yeah.
2: I was. It's funny because like I got in trouble for that, and then Anderson got in trouble for what he got, and we fought a week apart you know it was like but he was
0: on legit steroids
2: yeah and it just it's interesting but i think maybe they wanted to make a an example out of me at the time cuz i was on the same like commission card not fight card but commission card as nick diaz and anderson it's like the joke was like haha like uh, what a card to be on you know <laughs> like-
0: <laughs> i know i was like this is the best uh, meanwhile by yeah. the way bisbing has been talking major shit to nick diaz cuz i guess nick diaz tweeted a picture of of bisbing like a meme of bisbing you know whatever and then uh, but, but he's been going off on Twitter I, I'd watch Nick? that fight Yes Right I would now love that I fight. would totally watch that fight <laughs> Yeah Just the shit talking alone Going up to the fight Would be great
1: uh, I think they both compliment each other well too As fighters Like they would fight That they're both They both kind of Playing each other's strengths And
0: weaknesses at the same time Yeah That'd be a good fight uh, But I guess Nick Would have to go up to 185 But Nick he, He's he, fought at 85 Plenty of times Yeah oh, Wow I don't, I don't know. I like that fight.
1: Stockton, motherfucker. Let's do this.
0: <laughs> and a five-round fight, too. I mean, who does that favor?
1: They're both in shape. Yeah, man. I don't know, dude. I mean, Nick, Nick has cardio for days. That dude could fight 10 rounds easy.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
2: I was watching old highlights last night. with. Uh, it was when Nate fought. I forgot who it was, but they just, you know, I, I don't know if it's still true, but it said, like, Nate had the most strikes landed, and then Nick was second. This was probably a couple of years ago, you yeah. know,
0: was like. That's what I need a chick to watch highlights on her nights off. You know? <laughs> I remember, I remember when the first time I went into your truck, you had wrestling shoes in there. And I, <laughs> I, I got so wet. All right. So um, now, uh, Maquan, uh, our, our, our buddy Maquan, he actually, I don't know if you know Maquan, he came on the podcast and got a blowjob during the interview. While he was talking. What? Uh, yeah, this girl was sucking his... Uh, who
1: are all these people you get interviews from? <laughs> who was it, who was in a strip
0: club when we called
1: him a couple weeks Soberoni. ago?
0: Soberoni. Oh, he was in no. a strip club at like one in the afternoon. Uh, he thought it was still Sunday night. <laughs>
2: oh, wow.
0: Yeah, Maquan was getting a blowjob. Oh, it's beautiful. The first beautiful. and second time uh, <laughs> he came on the podcast. It's like he plans it out. Yeah, yeah. But guys, no. Adam's calling. Go, now. No, but and then I was like, are you really? And then he put the mic up to her and you hear... It was. It was. Oh it was. She, yeah, she knew what she was doing. Um. So yeah. So he won against Mike Wilkinson, and although Makwan did not look the best, I've seen him. uh, He looked better in his last fight, but he had that that long layoff. Those layoffs kill people. Yeah. Uh. They just. It's hard. I mean, it's hard when you have a long layoff and you don't finish in the first round because I feel like the second and third round is when that layoff starts to really take. Like in that third round, he looked dead. He won. He got the win. And I was happy, but he he looked gassed. Uh, is that, is that, am I right when saying that? Like it's the
2: the layoff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I had over a year layoff because of the suspension and everything. And people kept saying like, oh, good for you because of your layoff. But, you know, you're going to train just as hard as you would without a layoff. It's more like in the second and third rounds, like a mental thing. Like, oh, shit, it's been a while since I've been here. And for me, thank goodness, it really kind of lit a fire into my butt. And that's why you can kind of see me kind of pull the trigger in the second and third round. But for some people, it goes the opposite. You start doubting yourself, maybe like being hesitant. But yeah, I agree.
0: I agree. Yeah, Maquan. But I was happy Maquan won. Davy Grant won, uh, which is good. I like Davy Grant. He was on The Ultimate Fighter. Uh, Arnold Allen, who everyone's like, get Arnold on the podcast. He he unfollowed me. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what happened. I think because I told him I don't know what happened. But Arnold Allen, I'm a fan of yours, man. Follow me back and we'll set it up. So if you're a fan of Arnold Allen, tell him to follow me back. Uh, cause I, I want to get him on the podcast. I like Arnold Allen. So the fight's coming up this week, guys. This is, this Ooh. is, this is the week. Uh, I'm excited. Although I, I'm a little concerned about Nate Diaz though. I'll tell you why. He, he looks very happy. Uh, he doesn't like, even in that interview in that, that press conference when Connor was saying all that shit, Nate was like, you know what? I know I'm getting paid. I'm making more money than I've ever made. There was, it didn't look like he was as angry. Like, I I kind of like 20 and 20 Nate <laughs> because like, it's horrible 20, for Nate. Yeah. But I like the fact that he's so that big chip on his shoulder. I'm a little nervous that that he's really happy about this money. That's that scares me a little bit because normally he's angrier. I don't uh, know. He did accuse
1: Connor of doing steroids like 87 times. Yeah,
0: so. I know. He's like, you're on steroids. So uh, here's what here's what I hope happens. Look, I like Conor McGregor, but I never hung out with him. I've hung out with Nate Diaz. Guy couldn't have been cooler. Nice
1: guy. Can we stop calling this a welterweight fight? That's, that To me, I mean, I know that it's taking place at 170. But Nate Diaz is a natural lightweight. Connor, you could argue, is a natural lightweight. <laughs> no,
0: what? I think natural 55-pounder. 50,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're 55ers yeah, 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 fighting yeah. at 170. They call yeah. this a welterweight fight. They're like, Connor yeah, McGregor yeah, going up 170 pounds. Works. He's not fighting Robbie or
0: Steven Thompson. He's fighting <laughs> Nate Diaz. Right. Here's what I hope happens. I hope Nate takes it down, puts him in a triangle... Double birds fucking <laughs> wins <laughs> and, and fucking runs around and Stockton goes crazy yeah. uh, and everything goes crazy. Here's what I hope does not happen, which I'm a little concerned. Uh, McGregor kicks out his legs for five, for two rounds. Nate gets tired. He he, he has a three day training camp. He's like, fuck it. He coasts. Connor finishes him in the third round uh, due to a punches and kicks. That's what I hope does not happen. I hope Nate Diaz wins. Would I put money on it? It's tempting. A hundred dollars. on What's Nathan. the line? Well, that's four to one. A hundred bucks on Diaz and Tate gets you fourteen hundred dollars. What? Yeah, for, for the parlay. Uh, and I'm gonna be in Vegas this week. I'm very tempted. I'll tell you what happened. I put a parlay on on Rhonda on Rhonda on uh uh was Rhonda versus Home and on, and and then the other girl because Hector Lombard's. Girlfriend with a girl, what's her name? Valerie, when she Lattura. fought Joanna, Lattura, right? A yeah. hundred bucks got me $14,000, right? You that won was, it? You won? No, because because oh. <laughs> uh, Val had to win Oh dang. and, uh, and Holm had to win. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. A hundred bucks, $14,000? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. no one would even take the bet. I yeah. had to, I had, like, I, had, I called Gorgeous George. Uh, he couldn't, uh, I think Gorgeous George got me the bet. He went to one, one place, said, okay, they'll take the bet. So I'm watching the fight in a Santa Barbara Val loses the first round no, no, Val wins the first round Against Joanna I'm like, fuck And then I have to go on stage Do 45 minutes I'm, there's, a, there's a TV in the background And I'm trying I'm, like, I'm doing my act While peering into the fucking And then I'm like Finally, I'm like, alright Come on, people paid fucking money To see my act This is, I can't So then, right I get off stage People are like Ronda Rousey got knocked out I'm like Fuck! I just won fourteen thousand dollars, and then I find out the Val lost oh. the next fucking two round two, three, four, five. Where were
1: you playing in uh in Santa in Santa Barbara that had the UFC on during your fight? Uh, it was on like
0: like on on State Street, one of those. Uh, yeah, but I was just like, <laughs> "Fuck, man!"
2: Wait, so it's if you pick Tate and who?
0: They both have to win. It's Tate, a parlay.
2: Tate
0: and Diaz. Tate and Diaz. A hundred bucks okay. gets you fourteen hundred. Just
2: hundred dollars for both. Yeah.
0: For 1400 not 14000 1400 1400 still not bad but, I want to do it <laughs> You want really to do that parlay? I have never bet in my whole life It does honest. make it more exciting These yeah. parlays make it very exciting Because like, but, like The last one I had five I had, uh, I had a five-five parlay Going to the Hendrix Wonderboy Ooh. And then fucking of course Hendrix loses and I was like fuck
2: Am I allowed to bet? Is there like a rule?
0: No you can bet Oh, man. You can't bet on your own fights. Well,
2: no. Uh, <laughs> of course not.
1: But, uh, yeah, so. Do you guys ever play fantasy MMA? Like, I play counter move a lot, which is pretty Someone fun. Someone
2: tagged me in that. They're like, I bet on you and you won me money. I'm like, cool. Can you win
1: money on that or no? Yeah. Like, a lot or no? I mean, it depends on how big of a game you play. Like, I play the $1, $2 games because I'm not throwing, I'm not making big <laughs> money, you know? But, um, whatchamacallit. But uh, you can play like $50 games and make really big money on it. But it's basically what you get. You get like $25,000 and you each fighter's like, payday is between four and six grand, essentially. Mm-hmm. You get to pick five fighters to within your budget, yeah, that's and you too get points for all that's the too, shit too they too get. complicated. Yeah. Dude, I, it's fun. I, I like,
0: I'm sure it is, but... I, it's
1: I, fun. I like it a lot. It like, th- he's had to pick some dogs to, like, make your team.
0: Yeah. You have to figure out, like, who's a live dog. No, yeah, it sounds like fun, but the $100 parlay... <laughs> it, but it sounds Who like fun. Who do
2: I call to, do, to talk to about I'm going to be
0: in Vegas. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to be in Vegas... Uh...
2: I was almost going to go to that, but uh, I'm going to be at the Arnold Classic for Head Rush. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never been to one of those Fit Expo things. So. Look at you. You're, they said they, it's like the biggest you. one in the world. You're going to get but... hit
0: on by all these dumb bodybuilders. I just want
2: free food. Don't sleep with the <laughs>
0: bodybuilders. They all have small penises. Just so you know. Oh, I know. Oh, oh snap. What do you mean, oh, I know? As you, whoa. Wait, whoa. Wait, what
1: Actually, happened? Ashley, I didn't want you to tell anybody.
0: Wait, so what happened? You went home with a bodybuilder. No, no. I don't, you, I you can't. Know. You, you go home with a bodybuilder. I can feel my face turning red right now. Okay, so then he's like, hey, you want. And he's all jacked. You're excited. You're looking at his muscles, right? And then he takes it down and you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Is that what happened? Little known facts when I was governor, Ashley was one of my
1: mates.
4: <laughs>
0: Wait, Schwarzenegger, you fucked Ashley?
1: Uh, you could call it that, but obviously she did not enjoy it.
0: Wow! Now, 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 now we've seen her camel toe in some of the pictures. Is oh it is it, is it really tight? Is it? I mean, nothing is tight for me anymore.
1: <laughs> so it was, it was, it was loose. It was. I mean, it's, no, it's not her fault. Obviously, she said, she told you the facts. Oh, you just have a small penis. It's it was it was like trying to throw a golf pencil down a mine shaft, but the mine shaft was very tiny, wow. and the golf pencil was even tinier. Wow.
0: That's that's rough. Oh, that's rough. Okay, so back to uh, so Ashley, what happened? So anyway,
2: so the fights this weekend. So oh you're be- come on. <laughs>
0: How many bodybuilders? So okay, so I'll how many on the next MMA roasted? Podcast, all right, so right. all right, people. Uh, if you want to guess the bodybuilder Ashley hooked up with, make sure you tweet pictures to MMA roasted, hashtag Ashley's bodybuilder. Oh okay, God. so we, all right, other fights. So okay, so what do you think is going to happen with Nate Diaz McGregor?
1: Man, this one messes my brain up. I, 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 here's the thing: is I think that Nate Diaz has the tools to beat Conor. I mean, I, I think it's very very clear he can do that. I also didn't jump on Nate's jock after the Michael Johnson fight. Like Michael Johnson looked super basic in that fight mm-hmm. and got lit up by one twos over and over and over again. So I didn't look at that and go, "Oh, Nate Diaz has climbed the mountain like everyone did." Right. I think if if Nate puts Conor on the ground, that the fight changes drastically. I just don't know if Nate can put Conor on on the ground. That's what? where it starts getting getting weird to me. In terms of the boxing, in terms of on the feet, I think that Conor McGregor has the style of movement that is the Diaz kryptonite the Diaz brothers both fight excellently uh if you're going straight up and down the line but when you move laterally that's tough for both those guys and you saw that with the way that uh that Condit that Condit beat, beat Nick and Dos Anjos beat Nate exactly so when you, when you look at that with with the way he moves I think that's the kryptonite for how for how Nate strikes so the big question is can Nate
0: get Connor on the ground I don't know if he can Cause, because like when was the last time you saw Nate shoot a double leg exactly Ashley your analysis of this fight who's gonna win
2: Oh man, I think that's a great analysis, though. And uh, I think that I was like, "Is he talking about my fight?" You know, like if you watch my last fight, not to bring it back to me, but like her lateral movement was really good. I'll give that to her—great lateral movement. And uh, you know, I wasn't cutting angles and stuff. And it's just something that I'm really excited to to go back and work on. And if that's how it plays out, then yeah, I, I don't I don't see Nate winning because obviously McGregor is so unorthodox. So, um, what's the word? Just could Nate jump guard though? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> um i still have nate winning i'm still gonna pick him how um, god is that part of the parlay do I no to no, no, exactly no, no, like? no 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 well you can do that i
0: mean if you put, if you put Nate I get more money if, if I you, know, if you put thing? nate by first round knockout or something that, uh-huh. like that people aren't expecting yeah the parlay goes way up
2: uh i, I say nate by decision
0: nate by decision yeah. really yeah, five rounds well, on, 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 you know, you know he's been smoking pot. You know, I mean, I saw him, I heard he was at the comedy store hanging out recently. Yeah, he was. He's been there. He's been there in the last month. I
2: don't know. Like <laughs> these guys are just guys that have been, you know, in the game so long. And for me, sometimes I get in there and I don't even get tired. Not because my conditioning is great. I mean, I do train really hard, but like your adrenaline and like, you know, I, I don't see him getting tired. I don't.
0: Mm. No. All right. Okay. I hope so. I like Nate. first time I hung out with Nate, I was in Vegas, and some dude was mad dogging everybody. Like, he just has that look on his face, like a pit bull that was, it will fucking take your head off. He looks at me, and I look, we lock eyes, and I'm like, oh, shit. And he smiles. He goes, you're that funny guy. And He <laughs> gave, me the, gave me the biggest hug ever, and we talked for, like, two hours. And, Nate? Then, Nate, oh, and then Nate. And then Nick walked by me. I'm like, hey, Nick. Nick ignored me. He goes, <laughs> he, goes he doesn't talk to me either. <laughs> <And> then, uh <laughs> And then, and then I was like, and then Nate was talking about, he's like, hey man, you got to come train with us this weekend. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Uh, but, but he was like, he was like, yo man, you, I go, hey, how come you don't come on the podcast? And he's like, man, because you're real funny. But the problem is if I come on the show, people will think I'm being funny. And I don't want people to think that I'm not funny. <laughs> The, or, or that I'm trying to be funny. Like, it made sense the way he said it, yeah. but it didn't really, like, if you wrote it out, you like, this makes no sense. Yeah. But, it, but, it, but it actually made a lot of sense. Uh, yeah. And then we were talking about Ben Askrin and Khabib and how Khabib wanted to fight him, and he was like, I was like, "Khabib's tough." I, that's so, I, I hate when people I, You know what? I slip sometimes. Somebody like brings up a fighter they want to fight, and I go, "Oh, they're tough," which, which, which I don't mean that you're not tough, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. just like, "Oh, fuck!" And then he's like, Nate's like, "Man, they're all tough." Yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah. everybody's tough. Yeah. But Nate could not have been cooler. And then uh, and then I, I um, I texted Nate about the MMA awards. So I'm like, "Hey, you want to present an award?" He goes, "Fuck yeah!" And I, I want to win one, but like, he wasn't <laughs> even. <laughs> Oh <laughs> he wasn't even nominated. Like, yeah. I don't think he even fought that year. Like,
1: that's so funny. But like, <laughs> I want to write for Nate for the for this fight. Yeah, just yeah. give him, just give him some good Connor material. Uh, he's
0: yeah, awesome. he, he's he, Nate is a nice guy. and Then I saw Nick, and then and then I saw Nate again at uh, this year at the awards. I'm like, what's up, Nate? And I'm like, how's it going? And I was leaving. He goes, Yo, thank God you called me over because those two guys were so fucking annoying. Like these two, <laughs> these two, that's these annoying. two random guys that were like talking to him. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, like, the, 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 he, I don't know. there's Something very pure about about Nate Diaz,
1: no. about both of them. There's, su- there's. Su- I mean, I, I, I've said this before. I've, I only own like four mixed martial arts shirts. One of them is "Don't be scared, homie." Yeah. yeah, but yeah. I, I grew up in Sacramento. I grew up around NorCal guys like that, like Dirty River Boys. So I have a lot of love for Nate and Nick. Uh, but th- this fight is just this fight is one of those ones where the other thing too is Nate and Nick both capitalize well when they back you against the cage and start ripping body shots. Yeah. I just don't see Connor getting trapped like that.
0: Yeah, one of the funniest uh, Nick Diaz story was Lazy the Savage. You know, Lazy came on the podcast a c- couple years ago. He talks about how he was working with Nick and he set up this meeting for Nick to have this like weird thing where like it was like this some kind of a thing where like. It's like a heavy bag, speed bag, but you punch everywhere. Kind of like that Boz Ruten thing, you oh, know. I want like, that
1: thing so bad,
0: right? So, <laughs> so these guys wanted Nick Diaz to be the sponsor of it, right? And and then Lazy sets it up. They're giving him like a ton of money, like, and Nick's like, Yo, Lazy, give me a sponsor, man. I got, you know, he needed money, so he sets up the meeting. These guys spent like ten minutes pitching it to Nick, how, and then Nick goes honestly, that is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he's like, he's like, the only way I would buy this, the only way I sponsor this, because people hate me so much, maybe they'd buy it. He goes, but I would never in my fucking life, he goes, maybe call Jake Shields. He's into some dumb shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said oh, it was the man. most he awkward. Like, so <laughs> oh, it's so great.
1: <laughs> like, like, Damn. Yeah. but That's
0: pretty
2: cool. That's someone who, even though they needed some money, they're not going to fucking, they're not going to support something that they don't
0: stand for for. Yeah. You know,
2: which is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, no. It's, you know? Like, the moral of the
2: story is, like, he's funny, and he stands for what he stands for.
0: It's great, yeah. right? It's great. Uh, I uh, it was like, so I'm a big fan. Uh, Holly Holm versus Misha Tate. So, Holly Holm, ugh, she's never fought a wrestler. Uh, Misha Tate is a wrestler. I just, sometimes, I just think that Misha, just in these big fights, is just happy to be there. You know, like, I just... I, I don't know if she's cupcake. gonna be
1: Holly Holm. It's just it just I, I've I've all like I've been very vocal about not being a Misha Tate fan for a long time. Why is that? Um, I mean between the cupcake thing always bothered me. Uh, just coast Caraway also bothers me. She's sitting there in the corner being like, "Hey, yeah, just coast." You right. net like what are you talking about? What are you talking what about? Is this just coast when Carraway? when she was cornering Brian Caraway? Um, he they go into round three and she tells him in the corner she goes, "Hey, just coast for this round." Yeah, and he goes and loses the decision. Because of the what, some of the worst corner advice I've ever heard anyone give anybody, oh, yes. right? It's unbelievable. So it's, I don't I don't like her mental approach to the game. I mean, I'm not going to take anything away from her from being a fighter, all the different stuff. I've just never been a fan. The one thing that she does have that uh, that it could be valuable here is a counter double, but I've never seen her like really pull that when someone's moving forward. I've only seen her like try to try to drop down she and got that's a good chin,
0: though. I mean, McMahon hit her hard. She was out. She came back. Uh, she's, you know, I don't know. What I don't, what I don't like about Misha is I like Caraway a lot. I hung out with Caraway one night. Was great dude. Really, really good guy. And I think that people that know him seem to like him. Although I think he gets overshadowed because it's a like big joke that he's eating Misha Tate, yada, yada, yada. Although I do think that what I didn't like when I had Misha Tate on the, on the podcast, she said, if you ask me one sex question, I'm hanging up. Like, she was the only one that I had on the podcast that had stipulations about the interview. Was like, I'm not here to... I'm not going to be... And it was like... But then she goes out and does all this stuff where it's like, really, me, Like... Like really? Yeah. I, and and I've heard some some crazy anyway. And to uh, be fair, let's be let's be very clear. Adam does
1: ask the guys sex questions too. It's not a, it's not a one way street. Way in this, more. No, yeah. Way
0: more. We've way had guys more. getting blowjobs on the podcast. Yes.
2: And this podcast isn't going for children's PBS. So You yes. know it's it's you gotta. I get it, I get at. her point
0: though to a degree. <laughs> I do get a point. I mean, look, I did ask her to be on the show. So yeah. You know, you asked someone on the show. She didn't say, "Hey, can I come on the show? Don't tell me blowjobs." So, yeah. I don't know. Uh... Who? But Holly Holm, I just feel like, is (sighs) – although Holly Holm, before her last fight, no one was fucking – she was a 10-to-1 underdog against Ronda Rousey. Mm -hmm. So how good – was it Holly looking that good or was it Ronda looking that bad? Or was it people just oversold on Ronda? Or there's still questions about Holly Holm.
2: I think that Ronda has had – And maybe still, but probably not anymore. uh, A very you know one-dimensional game plan for obviously for Mm -hmm. every fight, and it was working. I'm not talking shit. It It was working, and that's great. Um, And so that gave Holly a lot of like you know okay just do this work on this over and over and over and she did it she stuck to her game plan and she remained composed and you know she's had this ex- years and years of experience with all this striking so it worked out for her and now if Misha goes in there and she's not like Rhonda and she throws different things in there and she's more dimensional you know two three-dimensional then it could definitely go Misha's way especially if you say that sometimes she's you know goes in there just to be in there if she brings the, a different mentality you know like a go this is my last chance this is you know finally here you know if she brings that mentality and she does her, you know, the right game plan, she can definitely win. Um, I I still pick Holly if I had to choose, but Misha has a chance for sure.
1: Hmm. It's not like Misha isn't hittable. That's the big thing. Is and and Holly throws Holly throws weight behind those punches that you're not you haven't seen before. Sorry.
0: You're not running into that. I don't care who you're getting hit by right now. Dead. But she doesn't know, but she really doesn't know. I was at her last two fights. She she really She's not a, a power puncher.
2: Didn't I mean I don't know for sure, but didn't Ronda get her jaw broken or something like she that? Did.
0: She did. She has precise punches, but I she mean, also had her head up. Ronda's flying with her head yeah. up, and but you can't and take that away from
2: Holly. Like you power. did, but
0: the fight that she fought, the girl, the girl that you fought, Rino, yeah, Rino, she didn't look like a world beater in that fight. Yeah, I think she's
2: still filling out her MMA feet. You know what I mean? Like her striking. Let's just look. Let's
1: look at the numbers. As a professional boxer, nine wins by knockout. As a kickboxer, nine wins out of how many fights? Thirty-three wins. And as a mixed martial artist, seven wins by knockout. Yeah, but 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 I think four by head kick. Kicks,
0: yeah. Four by head kick. Okay, fine. Five by <laughs> head kick.
1: Then get kicked in the head too. <laughs> that also sucks.
0: <laughs> All right, so you guys are picking Holly. Uh, man, this I just, so I, just, I don't I don't I don't see Misha putting Holly away,
1: and I don't. I'll, I'll, kind of similar to Ronda, I don't think a game plan is to last twenty five minutes in a ring with with
0: Holly Holm. That sounds really dangerous to me. Yeah. I, I don't. I think Misha could pull off. A submission though, I, I I do. There's that. There's that. I think that she can. She's a really good grappler. I, I might foot- just be super biased against Misha. That might just be. My thing. I think
2: footwork is the name of the game here. You know, and Holly's got it down. And I don't know if Misha can hang with that right now. You know,
1: like you mm.
2: see you see Holly in with the fight with Renault and fight with Rousey. You can come straight at her. You can be tentative. You know, it was like her her angles and her footwork. That's that's where it's at right now. And and even me, I, I'm not too proud to say, like I'm taking notes. You know, taking notes. She's in my division. Yeah, of course. You better be taking notes. You're gonna be a champion. Yeah, she's a stand up, amazing boxer. You know, and that's you know. When you're the
0: champ, you better come back on the podcast. None of this bullshit. All right. None of this. I have a vegan meeting. I have a fucking Black Sabbath convention or whatever the fuck you do on your free time. Okay. All of the above. No, no. Are you? Are you? By the way, are you living in a nice place now? Because I remember when I first met you, you were in this little room. uh, Okay, you had like seven roommates. They were all Mexican. Uh, Are, Are you? Are are, are you living in a nice place?
2: I still live in Santa Ana in and, and not so nice, nice neighborhood, but I'm looking to move soon.
0: Are you living in that little that little room? Like you have a loft still?
2: No, no, I'd moved from there.
0: Okay, yeah. so when I came over, it was just that but there room. There was
2: actually just okay. So I can show you a video afterwards. Like my roommate or my my neighbor who lives lo- above me, because I live in a one bedroom by myself. He sent me on way in night a little clip from our like our uh, apartment, and the whole street's blocked off. There was a two um, fatal what do you call it? Like two people dead shooting right across the street from my house, and wow. I was like. I I gotta win this money and move out of the ghetto <laughs> yes do you, do you still have a dog uh, no I do not what happened to the dog well I was foster foster momming the dogs because you know I'm in fight camp and stuff so I try and just you know help get get them homes and stuff so
0: no, it's nice of you
2: yeah, like so loved, sweet I love animals
0: <laughs> so listen uh, if you like Ashley Evans on the podcast you can tip her she's a member of Tip a Fighter mm-hmm. so you, you like the way she sounds like the way she looks she, by the way she right now she's wearing no underwear uh, no I'm kidding she's wearing underwear so go to tipafighter.com I'm, to be fair I'm not wearing underwear yeah rich is not wearing (laughs) underwear i i I told you guys i told one of you to not wear underwear and rich so tipafighter.com fighter. also fighters decipher have recently raised the bar for management professional sports their firm represents fighters assisting with contract negotiations public relations managing your fan base and obtaining sponsorship everything you need taken care of while training for your next fight so contact them at Decipher, di-cypher.com, 731 coach. We are going to call right now. Oh, boy. I believe the best wrestler in MMA. Uh, he was an Olympian. He was a two-time national champion. He was a four-time finalist. Uh, he is undefeated in the, Uf- in, 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 in the UFC. in undefeated in MMA. He was the Bellator champion. They kicked him out because he was too boring. He's now the 1FC champion, and uh, he's also a singer. We made a, a song together, the, the, the Askren side. You ever see the song? No, I haven't. Hello? Ben Askren, how are you? I'm doing well, you guys. You're on the MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Rick Slayton, and Ashley Evans-Smith, another wrestler, uh, four-time All-American wrestler in college, and now a UFC star. How are you doing, Ben?
4: I'm good. We're having a bubble. You guys kicked him off?
0: No, no, no. Bubba's got a fight Friday night, so he's in uh, he's in fight mode.
4: Uh, I figured you got, you got to cut him or
0: something. <clears throat> no, we did not cut him. By the way, congrats on... So here's... If you guys don't know this, so I thought of this idea for a, a song parody where Ben Askren would play Adele, and it would be uh, Hello from the Askren side. I called Ben... Uh, at first, I got a little bit. You were a little ambivalent because I think your wife told you that you had to get singing lessons because you thought you were really going to sing. And then you're like, "Fuck it, I'm going to do it." So you fly out to Vegas, we tape it. Next thing you know, it blew
4: up on the internet. Am I right? Yeah, man. I mean, I have got more people. I I, I heard people. I've heard people that I never heard from like five years about that video. I mean, like these are people that don't they don't call me after I have a kid. They don't call me after I have a fight. They saw that video and they called me up or they texted me. It was really funny, man. It it went viral. You killed it,
0: man. You killed it. Uh, it was people thought that you were really singing that. By the way,
4: they did. A lot of people still do. It. You know, I'm gonna am I'm gonna leave them with that illusion um, <laughs> if they want to.
0: It was awesome. What did your What did your wife and kids think
4: about it? Well, oh, they both thought it was awesome. Um, my daughter actually requests that I sing it now. She says her song is uh, "Let It Go" from Frozen, and then she sings that, and then she says, "Daddy, your song, your song," and she <laughs> wants me to sing uh, "Hello from the Askin Side."
0: <laughs> that is awesome. I actually I talked to Dana. Dana thought it was really funny, by the way. So uh...
4: did he? I. I figured, but you know, sometimes he's got a sense of humor, and sometimes he doesn't. So you never know which way that was going
0: to swing. Exactly, that's absolutely true. Uh, I did not. Yeah, well, although according to him, he he's like, I love funny shit. I live for funny shit. So uh, that's what he told me. <laughs> that's that, that's what he said. He said he goes, I live for funny shit. Now, um,
4: right. now, how? But, it was, well, but uh, they took it down. You you guys copyrighted. Uh, <laughs> Copyright infringement from Adele or something. They got pissed and went too viral. They took it down.
0: I know. I had nothing to do with that. You you actually told me that, and I was like, "Fuck, man, you can't do anything right." It's just like I was so pissed about that. Yeah. But
4: uh man, Maybe we can get uh one of those DS petitions. <laughs> DS petitions. <laughs> We should do that.
0: That's hilarious. Somebody, if you're listening, start a petition to the White House to get the Ben Askren Adele parody back up. The people need to see that. That is so funny. Now, uh, now I texted you, by the way. I said, Ben, I truly believe this, and I truly do believe it that you're going to be the first Bellator, ONE FC, and UFC champion. Right? Uh, you texted back. Sure. It would be a great way to end this, and that concerned me. Are, are you Are you looking at the end already?
4: Oh, I've been. You know, when I earlier on in my career, uh, I always said I'd be done by the time I was thirty. And re- the reason behind that is, man, I, I I love reading, and my favorite topic is biographies of great athletes. And there are, I mean, you can really count on your hand um, the amount of athletes who retired at the right time. And then there was actually a couple this year. I think Marshawn Lynch retired, and. um, Someone else that was really good and kind of still in their prime, but really there's very, very, very few. And so I never wanted to be one of those athletes that, that try to think he still had it, but he doesn't, because it happens to almost all of them, no matter how good they are. They always, I mean, Anderson Silva, look at the greatest of all time. And, you know, we, we're witnessing his downfall before our eyes. And it's not saying he's not still a good fighter, but he's not what he was.
1: How many total times have you actually been hit, though? Like, if you start doing the math, like, can you count that on one hand?
4: In my last, in my last five fights, like, four times, maybe?
1: Yeah, I mean... I so you've got, you got at least, by the math, like, 700 more punches to take before you retire. Which is crazy,
0: because your head is so big, I feel like you can get hit from, like, the, um, No, but Ben, if you retire today, let's say you retire today, people would be furious. No. Because there's still people out there, and I'm one of them, believe that you're one of the best 170-pounders on the planet. If not the best.
4: Uh, and- yeah, I mean, but Adam, I mean, I realistically had retirement talks when when the UFC negotiations went uh, bad after Bellator. I mean, I had a couple of weeks where I'm like, well, I love coaching wrestling, you know, and, and I'm in a place where I could do that if I wanted to, um, you know, move out of that full time. And I, I literally, that was back in 2013 or, you know, the end of 2013 when I was thinking, like, well, it's been a good run. Maybe I'll just call it a day.
0: That would suck though. I, cause I now how do you how do you think you would do against Robbie Lawler? Great. You think you beat him?
4: Yeah. Uh what round? 100%. Uh I mean I can't say I'd finish him for sure, but at the end of the day, um, you know, I feel like at the fight I'm gonna dominate because you know the way Robbie fights it is is um it's streaky, right? He he takes his rest and he, and he, then he explodes and he takes his rest and he explodes and you know, I'm not going to have that rest period. I'm going to be over him from the word go. Um, and, you know, when I get on top of someone, it's, it's, it's an exhausting process. So, um, you know, he's not going to be able to have those streaks, and I think that's the way he fights, and he's getting a hard time beating me.
0: Now, you always were very vocal about wanting a rematch against Johnny Hendricks because he beat you by one point in high school, which was a great wrestling match. I actually, I watched that. That was a great match. Now, when, when he lost, you tweeted out, ha, ha, ha. Uh, <laughs> 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 nice. Nice. <laughs> That was kind of a dick move, right?
4: <laughs> oh Listen, I mean, it's kind of, I'm a, I'm an athlete, but I'm a fan, too. Like, I can't be a fan of the sport, and don't tell me. Don't tell me there's not people that when they get their ass kicked, you're like, yes!
0: I try I mean, not to do that, because the only time people who have gotten really mad at me was when I did that. And I'm like, you know what?
4: Well, I but you're a but fighter. You're thinking, you're thinking in your head, right? You're thinking in your head. So, I, you know, people... Is a dick move, but anyone who is saying that they there's not people they don't like and there's not people they don't want to get beat up is lying, they are lying. Nobody likes everybody,
0: no, absolutely. Now, Wonder Boy, though, uh, really put it on them. Now, are you concerned like how you would do against Wonder Boy with this whole new movement, karate, crazy flying ninja mm-hmm. shit that's going on?
4: Yeah, you know what? I think Johnny didn't do his homework. Um, a lot of the guys from Rupus actually have Taekwondo and, and Karate backgrounds, and, and those guys move a, a specific way, and it, it is very tricky. Um, and from from what I saw, I didn't watch the whole fight, but I've I seen clips. of it. it looked like it looked like Johnny was just completely unprepared for that that style and that movement. Um, so man, I you know I know I I feel like I'm comfortable fighting people that move like that because a lot of guys in my gym move like that. Um, and I just feel like Giant didn't do his homework on the situation at He all. had
0: no camp. He left. You know what? He made a really bad deal with Team Takedown where everybody got yeah. half everybody's shit. And he was like, fuck this. Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm bringing in 90%. So he left, but he left and didn't go to a camp. He brought in a, his own boxing coach, his own this coach, and then that's kind of the end of him. You know, that ended up – as far as that fight go, that was a mistake. You know, if he would have went to Rufus Sport or American Top Team or AKA – I think you would have done a lot better, or even a Greg Jackson's. You know, you can't. Yeah, you, yeah I mean,
4: someone, someone besides the boxing, It's not. You know, boxing. Boxing is a great sport, but it's not MMA. Uh, and if that's the only person you're doing your striking with, you're, you're going to be missing a lot of stuff. I mean, it's really it's different. Anyone who fights can tell you it's different. It's. Uh, I mean, it's not, it's not even the same. I can't describe it. You've got to. You got to. You got to know that.
0: Now, Wonder Boy versus Rory.
4: Who wins? I'm just pissed my guy Tyron's getting left out of the mix. When are they going to give him a damn fight? Did, I mean, he made weight. He made weight. He did his job, and then Johnny gets the fight first. Give me a freaking break. It, I don't he, give a damn. Give Tyron a fight.
0: No, you're right. And Ty, Tyron, by the way, Tyron thinks that you can beat anybody. I don't know what you did to your your, your teammates at, over, but they everybody we have on the podcast who was a teammate of yours, from Michael Chandler, EJ Brooks, Tyron Woodley, are all convinced that you would beat anybody in the world?
4: Uh, I mean, those guys know me better than anybody. They spent years, and we spent years in the same room together. Uh, and they saw how I work, and they saw how I prepare, and they saw how diligent I am. So they, you know, they have faith in me, and it's the same way with me with them because I saw the same things. Um, and you know, when you spend that much time with somebody, you not you don't get the fake version of them, right? You don't get what you see on TV, and you don't get. Um, what people think of that person. You know who that person is because you spend a lot of time with them. So um, there's, not, there's not much better relationships you have than with your college wrestling teammates. And you, believe me, you know everything about those people.
0: Uh, totally. Now you're fighting April 15th against Nikolai Alexakin. Uh, it seems like a tough Russian dude. What do you know about this guy? How are you preparing for this guy? Excited about this or what?
4: Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, He's another combat sambo guy, which actually that that style kind of, I feel like, lends to my style because it's kind of like, you know, it's wrestling mixed with grappling mixed with punching. So it's kind of a watered-down version of MMA. But a lot of these guys, um, you know, the the people who I'm going to have trouble with are the world-class grapplers or the world-class kickboxers. And if you're just a little mixed everything, I feel like you're just not going to have enough in any one area for me because I'm going to be able to out-wrestle you and you can't submit me. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, you know, one's really going after the Russian guys. There, there has been a lot of Russians coming over to the UFC also. So I, I knew it was only a matter of time besides, besides, until Russia and the other Soviet countries started really pumping out fighters uh, because they have so many these high-level wrestlers, just tough dudes. Um, so you're really seeing them kind of explode uh, in, the, in the combat sports world.
0: Now, uh, who do you like, by the way, this weekend? Uh, Nate Diaz or Conor McGregor?
4: I like uh, entertainment. I think that's what we're going to get—a whole bunch of it. I mean, I, I can you really picture this fight not being entertaining?
0: No, no. I know Connor I called mean, you pubehead. <laughs> do, do, do you do you like Connor?
4: <laughs> what? Uh, guys, you know what? I I didn't like him for a long time because I thought the UFC was protecting him, and they were. That you know that was legitimate. Um, but once he knocked out Aldo, I'm like, whatever. If he can talk like that and he can do that. Whatever. I'm a fan. Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm a fan now. Uh, I wasn't, but once a guy can talk to talk and walk the walk, I'm behind him. Uh, most people can't, and he did. So, but, you know, either way, I think Nate, Nate's a pretty easy matchup for him. Uh, I think Nate is hard to kill, though. So, we're going to get a lot of entertainment. And, you know, who knows? Maybe there's a chance that Connor gets tired and, and Nate takes him out late. You never know.
0: But then there were word that Connor turned down Khabib and turned and, and didn't pick Cerrone, who was in shape, Khabib would be a rough fight for anybody, like you said, with those combat Sambo yeah. guys. Do you think Nate was the easiest choice and the UFC was like, all right, we're going to sell a lot of tickets and this guy's going to win?
4: Yeah, I think he sells the most tickets and most pay-per-views and it's the most entertaining and it's the easiest fight. Um, you know, I'm interested to see Khabib get back to the mix because he was so damn good for so long and now, God, it's almost been two year I don't know, two years it's been a long ass time since he's fought anybody. Um so I finished his team back in the mix and uh and then you know with Dos Años was it gonna be a tough fight for Connor. So uh you know he shouldn't be out that long. So who knows? Maybe we'll see that one US C two hundred. I, I gotta assume Dos Años is coming back from uh, a a break, you know in six weeks or four weeks or whatever it takes.
0: Now what's going on with your teammate CM Punk? Everybody said uh, they, had, they had a whole TV show looking for a guy to fight him. This guy, Mickey Gall, looked pretty tough. And then CM Punk is, got hurt again. What's going on?
4: Yeah, I guess you know what? I didn't even know about the back surgery until they announced it online. Um, and then I texted him. I said, Damn, man, you're having surgery. You got to tell, you know, you tell somebody about that kind of stuff. So um, I, I knew he was having some issues uh, with his back at that time, but I didn't know. It was a surgery type issue. Obviously, mean, he had a long career in WWE, and a lot of times those guys take a huge amount of abuse. Um, so, you know, for him, I think the battle's as much staying healthy as it is learning how to fight.
0: Now, Bisbing said he lost eighteen out of nineteen smokers in the gym. Is that true?
4: <laughs> I I think Bisbing made that up, but that's real. That's a really funny thing to make up. I mean, that's that's pretty funny. But, the, uh, but were no, sm- I, I, think, I think it's fictitious. Uh,
0: were there smoke? Did, were you at any of these smokers?
4: I know of one, but that was, a, that's all I know of. Uh, what happened? Um, at, uh, what happened so, at
0: this one smoker?
4: I wasn't there. Oh, um, come on! You know, I, I think he. I swear, he fought a guy that was. Uh, I think he's four and zero. One of the pro, one of the newer pro guys, um, who's four and zero, and they fought. and Yeah, they're doing some TV show or something on Punk, so they. I know they came from that, so we'll probably get to see a video who won? of it. Uh, I, w- I was doing amateur class. was It was oh, at come night. On. I was at post- you know who
0: you asked? Who won? This is bullshit. <laughs>
4: yeah, Punk didn't win that one.
0: Okay, all right,
4: so he lost.
0: He lost yeah. to an amateur. Okay, okay, he
4: lost. Am to a I good. not Nazi not now? I think that was really confidential for the show. Okay, I you mean, I keep getting uh, crying it out of me. Come on, you know, hey, look, post- hey, you gotta. You got hey listen. I can't not tell the truth. It kills me. I gotta like like if you ask it's like what was that one show where if you ask the guy three times he's gotta tell you the truth. <laughs> That's like me. Like <laughs> if you ask me anything three times, I'm just gonna tell you the damn truth because I can't not tell you the truth.
0: That's by the way. How's your your wife? Is really hot. How did you land your
4: wife? Um. Well, you know, stunning good looks has something to do with it. <laughs> 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 uh, um. No, I was at. You know what. It's funny. I don't really believe in fate, but I met this guy who uh, who owned a concert venue, and this concert was sold out. And one of my other friends, um, it was her 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 birthday, and her friend went to his concert. And so I said, "Hey, can I get four tickets to my buddy?" And he got me a table, and I took my two friends, and it just so happened that my girlfriend was sick that night, and my wife sat down at my table, and then my my other friend started. They, they're the females, but they started talking to her and they told her I was awesome and whatnot. And uh, sure enough, by the end of the night, she was in love with me. So, you
0: left your girlfriend for this woman?
4: <laughs> it was, I left my girlfriend uh, for my wife, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, hey, listen. See yeah, how that happens. I
0: mean, right? It happens, man. It happens, right? Uh,
4: and so, you know, it's fake. Like, you know, who knows that much? Then I met the guy that owned the concert venue so I could get tickets, or that it was my friend's birthday, or that my girlfriend was sick at the time. Um, but you know, it felt good. It worked out. It was,
0: it was all fate. It was all fate. Are you going to be in Vegas this weekend?
4: No, I'm not. We, uh, I don't have anything going on. I actually get to chill for a weekend. We had the kids' uh, the high school state tournament last weekend. Um, so I was up in Madison all week, and that was a lot of fun.
0: Any, any, any of your kids win?
4: Yeah, we had six day champs, and that was our. We've had the highest we've had was two before. Um, you know, we're still growing, it bigger. We had six day champs, so it was a pretty awesome weekend.
0: That is awesome. By the way, so I texted uh, Ben Askren my um, my my highlight wrestling video right one night. I was like, <laughs> I, want to do, I go, this guy, look, I have his number. He's this guy was an Olympian. He was, I go, so I go, Ben, you know, what did you think of these moves? My, and he goes. Uh, yeah, great music. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, thanks. Oh no! I'm like, thanks a lot, man. It's like the, the music you liked. Like,
2: uh, that editing, though,
0: awesome. that was Such such bullshit. He said oh, the music no. was good.
1: Now, Ben, have you ever considered after your mixed martial arts career is over? Uh, I know you're an avid disc golfer, pursuing a PDGA Professional Disc Golf Association career
4: yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm going to try. I, don't, I mean, I don't play any damn tournaments anymore. The amateur world is in Madison, which is just down the road, you know, an hour from the, from me. So I'm really considering playing. Um I actually scheduled our camps this summer, so there's no camps that week. So it will be open for me to play. Um, yeah, then afterwards, you know, I've three, five, three, five, six, seven tournaments a year, go play pro, kick the butt. My goal is always to be a 1,000-rated a disc golfer, which means it's a world-class pro rating. And I got to nine ninety six when I the year I took second in Am Nationals and ninth uh, in Am World. So Well I'm uh, currently wearing yeah, a I'm chain looking.
1: smoker t shirt and on behalf <laughs> of the MMA Roasted Podcast, uh, we all know you beat me in wrestling and I'm four time dick joke champion Rich Slayton, so I beat you in dick jokes. I challenge you to uh to, to thirty six holes of disc golf here on my home course. Have you played before? Yeah, I'm a lifetime player. I'm wearing a disc golf shirt and wearing a U- an ultimate frisbee hat. Yeah,
4: what course? De La Vega?
1: No, 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 no. Uh Silmar.
4: Silmar? I don't know that one. What's in what town?
1: Uh it's up in North it's it's like in Los Angeles, it's near Burbank.
4: Okay. What's that famous one in in, in Los Angeles at 36 folds? One of the oldest ones. Yeah, you're I've talking about Oak,
1: you're talking about Oak Grove up in Pat. We can play Oak Grove too. We can go classic.
4: Yeah, yeah. That's by uh Pasadena, right? Yep. Yeah, Come and bring it, man. Cool. I got
1: wow. I got I got I got Innova all up in my bag, ready to go. He's, throw down. He's calling well, you disc out. Craft, man.
4: But I'm, I'm a discraft guy, so uh you know I'm oh, you definitely gonna have to kick your ass. <laughs>
0: That's
1: amazing. I like it.
0: Rich, you're calling out Askren in disc golf. Father, no. have you play have you ever played disc golf? No.
4: Never. Never once. What
2: the hell's wrong with you? I, I, <laughs> I remember in high school, it was all the like stoner hippie kids used to do it. Like they'd cut class and go play disc golf. It sounds like a fun yeah, thing. It
0: it's not that different now. I would love it to do it. So, so Ben, how many fights do you have left on this one FC contract? Uh, six fights. Six fights left. Six fights left. Yes, sir. Wow, can you do them all in one night? <sighs>
4: Wow. Uh, that would be interesting. You know, that might set some kind of record. I don't think everyone's ever fought six times in a night, <laughs> have they?
0: Wow, six more fights. No, but you got to fight every month, man. we got we to gotta get you... Uh...
4: Yeah, I'm trying to get... But, you know, I've never fought. I haven't fought. Um, you know, it was a blessing and a curse that I was. I got the Bellator belt within 18 months of starting fighting. But that year I fought three times in a tournament, and then I won the belt. And uh, I have not fought more than twice in a year since then. Yeah, and that's got to be um, so killing I'm you. So I'm hoping to get over the hump this year and fight at least three times. it. And uh, they told me they're going to make it happen, and uh, I'm looking forward to make it happen. Because yeah, I mean, kind of when you when you were the champ of Bellator, you always had to wait for the you know the next guy to win the tournament, so you had an opponent. So I never got to move that fast. And then it was kind of same thing in one. I've been waiting for challengers, right. Um, so hopefully this year will be the year that I get, I get moving and I get three fights in a year at
0: least. Ashley, any questions for the great Ben Askren? Ha. Huh. <laughs> um,
2: no, no, I can't think of any, to be honest. Do you have any questions? Where did you about?
4: wrestle on I, I was curious of that.
2: Oh, um, in high school, I'm from Northern California. I wrestled uh, on a boys' team called um, at Ukiah High, and then I went to uh, Menlo College in the Bay Area. Okay, cool.
4: I there, yeah. I th- I've thrown disc in uh, Ukiah, actually.
0: Yeah,
2: it, that's where um, I'm from. <laughs> We got some awesome courses up there.
4: Nice. But
0: Menlo, it was you, uh, we, Carla, right?
4: We actually had, a, Adam, we had a girl in the state finals here in Wisconsin last week. Wow. And uh, she was up 5 after the first period, and she was going to probably become the first woman to win a state title in Wisconsin. And then she uh, she chose bottom, and she shouldn't chose bottom. She got turned like, twice or three times, and she ended up losing 9 to 6.
0: Wow, dude, there, there was this girl. I was convinced that I was coaching the best wrestler I've ever coached. He's still this kid, Max. He's unbelievable. Uh, he's he's unbelievable. He beat everybody. You, I remember?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a little stud. I was he's saying, a little stud. Yeah.
0: And he kept losing to this one girl who was a seventh grader uh, who was unbelievable. This this little girl. Ben, have you ever heard of her, Askren? If you haven't, um, she's, What's her name? she's, she's one to watch Kaja Osteen, K-A-T-J-A Osteen from Simi Valley. Cause I was like, I thought she was just a judo girl. Cause he, he kept losing by, he beat her once, but it turns out she was, she won the, um, kids freestyle, ASICS, Greco national, uh, folk style, cadet national. Like she came in first place in every one of these things. Uh, she's, no. she's a beast. Started wrestling. She was five. Yeah. National champion by the time she was eight. But uh, wow, it's a different sport now. It's a different sport. I'm, yeah, I'm, you know
4: what? With girls, uh, you know, cause I watch and coach kids wrestling in high school. With girls, it's um, it's fair until the boys hit puberty, and then puberty is like a cheat code. Yeah, uh, for boys because they start getting this, the, you know, testosterone that girls don't have. So mm-hmm. yeah, it makes it really unfair. when 13, 14, 15, whatever it hits.
1: So how do you explain why I keep losing then?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you have not hit puberty yet.
1: Apparently. Damn, one of, <laughs> so, uh, one of these
0: days. So Ashley, by the way, who do, who do you want to fight next?
2: You know, I, I I want to fight Raquel. I want to get that win back. That's kind of one thing that happened in my amateur career. I lost to a girl named Tori Adams. And then when I went pro, I got to fight her and I beat her. And, you know, you still have that loss, but it's, it's really redeeming. You know, it's a good quality to show that you've improved and – Kind of get that loss back, but kind of not. Um, so, and then if you did watch the Raquel Pennington fight, I do feel like I was winning up to
0: you that. were until the, till the, the uh, bulldog choke, yeah, which
2: is really unorthodox. And you know, whatever, I let my guard down, but um, I'd like to get that back. And she's a really cool chick. I, um, I'm not one to just like talk shit because a lot of my opponents have been really cool. I mean, if you if you do talk shit, I'll talk shit back. I just haven't had that opportunity, I guess. But she's a really cool chick, like the kind of chick I can see like fighting and getting a beer with afterwards, you know. But
0: first, the only girl that to- ever got mad at you was Fallon Fox, right afterwards. Yeah,
2: she's the only person to ever talk shit, and then. And just because of the PC, you know, LGBT community backlash, I didn't mm-hmm. want to talk crap, you know, like, and there was obviously a lot of opportunities to talk cr- trash on a transgender fighter, but I didn't want to think to that level.
0: Right, right. Uh, and, and as- I don't know, I would to talk trash on
4: that. We're we talking about Fallon Fox. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. who we're- Ashley, Ashley <laughs> was just, it's ridiculous. Ashley it's was the ridiculous. first person
0: to beat Fallon Fox.
4: You know what? I think I watched that fight live. I'm pretty sure I remember that fight. Yeah. But that is, I, I don't get it. I don't get
1: it. Like, I was
0: the first person
4: to beat Fallon Fox
1: started. in disc golf. So I think that's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think if girls want to fight Fallon Fox and they want to sign up for it, great. But Fallon Fox should have disclosed that she was a man for her first two fights, which she did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, I think that might be things you want to know. Uh, that might actually be something yeah. that you should be telling people.
2: I don't even know where she's at anymore. I haven't heard anything from her. <laughs> yeah. Ever.
0: That's, uh, that's just, uh, that's just my problem with it. Yeah. Now, uh, Askren, listen, man, you are, uh, you're, you're an American hero, man. You're an American hero. <laughs> you're an Olympian. Nice. Uh, you're, you're a badass. By the way, you're Olympic team, right? It was you, Mako, right? Yep. Uh, and then the, the, the Henry Cejudo. Nice. Uh, yep. Uh, and Daniel Cormier. And Daniel Cormier. Uh, that's that's nope. some fucking team. Jesus. Uh, Is Mako fighting? Mako trains an American top team. Uh, he's, he's like the head yeah, trainer. Yeah,
4: he's like coaches now. He fought a little bit, but
0: I think he just coaches now. Oh. Yeah, he just coaches. He's a, he's a nice guy. I hung out with Mako one night at a, in a Oklahoma City, and uh, he's, he's, he's a good dude, uh, Mako. Uh, awesome. His arms are too short for fighting, I think.
4: He just—he's always intimidating. Well, you know, the other thing is he—he he waited till after 2012 to start fighting, which um, I believe at that point he would have been 31, maybe. Right. And that's just—that's just so late to start. Um, so I think that was—you know—that was a big issue for him as he started. He started so late. You know, Henry didn't start fighting till after 12. But I, you know, I was—I was living was in Phoenix for a few years, and he was training quite a bit for MMA, even though he never took a fight. He was spending a lot of time in the gym, and I, I know he had a few amateur boxing matches and stuff. So he was kind of like getting ready for it, even though he hadn't made the decision to fight. Um, whereas Steve didn't start at all till after 2012. Um, and, that, you know, that's a long time to wait. Dan, Daniel and I both started in 2009, um, you know, kind of got on the right to the Olympics, and that makes a huge difference.
0: Do you think Henry beats uh, DJ?
4: Uh, I think it's a tough fight, man. Um, And, you know, when you look at Henry's resume, he hasn't fought anyone like DJ. Uh, You know, the one thing I can't say about Henry is he's a winner. I mean, not a lot of people thought he was going to win in the Olympics. Um, You know, he had had some other losses that kind of didn't point to saying, this guy's going to win the Olympics. But when the stage was set, he got it done. But Bubba said said he had a really easy
0: weight class, that it was really easy for him to win. Is that true?
4: At, one, at 121? Hey, when we talking about the Olympics? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> no, that's not true. That was crazy. <laughs> that is not true. I mean, I'd have to go back and look to make sure, but, I, you know, the one thing I, I know that... Uh, uh, maybe is what Bubba would say. I I hope Bubba wouldn't say easy weight class because that's just insane. <laughs>
2: Come on, when you're in the Olympics, um, is there really an easy weight class? Though you know, that's like there's
4: not, there's not. Know?
0: By the way, I, I I hung out with that guy that beat you in college. What's that guy's name? The guy that beat you the first two times.
4: Oh God, I didn't want to talk about him. we i not going to make my Henry's bracket was that Henry's nemesis, the Russian guy who who passed away. Um, God, i for forget. Oh, basic Kudakov lost to the Japanese in the other semifinal. So Henry never had to wrestle with a guy who, you know, who had won the previous world championship and who was kind of his nemesis, you know? Okay. Um, so maybe that was, that's thing, I'm not sure, but easy weight class, but smile. Wait, what
0: was the guy that beat you? What was his name? The guy from Arizona? He's a coach at ASU now?
4: Uh, no, I think the Wyoming. Oh, he, he is at Arizona State. I'm not bringing him up. He's a nice guy. He's, he's such
0: a nice guy. And I told him that you were a nice guy. I tried to broker the peace deal between you and him,
4: honestly. Cause he, no, I tried to broker that peace deal years ago, but he don't want to hear it. Who are He's we talking about? Like who are we talking about? My he, kicked my, he kicked my butt. I mean, listen, I had eight <laughs> losses in college, and seven were to him. Oh, so no. Anyone, really? I could dislike him. But what's his name? Can yeah, I just know? I, I just can, want to know now. What's his name?
0: Tell us his name. His name Chris Pendleton. Chris Pendleton. Pendleton. Yeah, he's such. He yeah. actually he brought me to the ASU to like, make everyone laugh, and I and I, I actually went to the to team to the practice. I told jokes. The guy couldn't have been sweeter. And then I was like, yeah, I'm friends with Ben Askren. And then like, and then just something came over his face. Like he was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why 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 do you why does he if he beat you seven times why does he hate you so much?
4: That's exactly what I'm saying. I don't know. He's just my, no. He kicked my ass, and then he still doesn't like me. Like, I don't know what his freaking problem is.
0: Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand either. But you know what, though? He liked the video you made of Adele. He actually retweeted it ah, and said it was really funny. So maybe maybe that's now.
4: True. But, yeah, that's such, such a
0: weird thing. Chris Pendleton, nice it's
4: guy. Weird. Nice I guy. Mean, because if, if he doesn't exist, I'm the
3: second best college wrestler ever, right? I don't want to lose one time. You were never
4: born. you both <laughs> in the after
0: finals. So, so funny. Yeah. So, all right. So then that next, because I, I said I go, why don't we have you and Ascar on the podcast together? And he 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 wasn't having it. <laughs> That's funny. So anyway, listen, Ben, you're a great guy. Uh, hope to see you soon. I actually, there's a gig in Milwaukee. Uh it doesn't pay very well, but I was going to take it just so I could hang out with you and the uh the I, uh, team. take it or no. I, I I might take it just to hang out with you and the, you and the, you and the boys at Rufus Sport. What is
4: it? What is it?
0: I don't know. It's every week. It's at some strip club in Milwaukee uh
4: <laughs> at, like, at <laughs> like Oh, that's the old Oh, really? He used to own a bar. Not the strip club. He's uh, <laughs> the bar is called um, Silk. Showtime. It, it's Showtime Silk and the comedy club are all like in one. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh one
0: thing yeah, I was gonna take the gig just so I could hang out with you guys should i you think I should, should I take nice. it? I think so, yeah,
4: I might open
1: for Adam just to make this matchup Seriously? happen. <laughs> you polish polish those disc craft discs Ben asking I'm, <laughs> well, I'm coming for you
0: well you I'm coming for you Will you come for real yeah, life? let's do this if, if you come, I'll do it. Let's Let me, do fun. this all right, listen Ben let's do it i
4: will we'll throw discs disk
0: day. <laughs> oh, I' snap I love it well, thanks a lot, Asker. I'll talk to you soon, man.
4: Alright, thanks guys.
0: See Take ya. <laughs> that is so. <laughs> wow. I don't understand why Chris hates him so much. He he beat him seven times. That's, that's so
2: sad. He was like he kicked my ass seven out of eight times. I'm like, oh shit.
0: Yeah, I lost eight matches, seven <laughs> were Well, prepare for me to hate him too, because I'm going to crush him seven out of eight times.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: coming up soon.
0: Well, listen, that is our podcast. I want to thank our sponsors, Decipher, D-I-Cipher. They uh, offer life coaching. Mental coaching, contract negotiations, call them at 1-888-731-COACH, 1-888-731-2622. Use the code ROASTED for 10% off. Buy their audio book, The Decipher Life. Also, tip a fighter. Our man Bubba Jenkins is fighting Friday night in Bellator yeah. against Scotty Yamiochi, And also a great fight is uh the main event darian caldwell who's a national champion who beat brett metcalf in the finals is fighting joe warren and this is going to be an amazing fight darian caldwell is undefeated uh he people are sleeping on him they do not realize the potential of this man he is a great fighter and joe warren as you know is a complete badass so bellator is gonna be great this friday saturday ufc Thursday night, uh, come, uh, I've already have like a hundred seats, uh, already reserved and there'll be another, hopefully another 50, uh, coming in. So hit me up to come to my comedy show at the Stratosphere. Uh, Thursday nights, if you're in LA, Tuesday night at the Dime Bar, which is on 422 Fairfax. Uh, Rich, anything coming up? Yeah, uh, you can see me this Friday night up
1: in San Luis Obispo hosting The Poison Show as part of the San Luis Obispo Comedy Festival. And more importantly, Wednesday, March 9th from the Comedy Store... My Show Returns, Filthy, Great Lineup with Jessica Michelle Singleton, who has the number one album on iTunes right now, Rick Wood, Ty Rivera, and headlined by the amazing racist himself, the great Ari Shafir. Oh, nice. Thanks for asking me.
0: All right. Appreciate it. Uh, and, and then uh, what do you have coming up, Ashley?
2: Uh, this weekend, I'll be at the Arnold Classic uh, for the uh, Head Rush booth. Uh, nice. It's like number four, three, two, something like and that. And you're giving a head there? Uh, uh, that's uh, not true. Sorry. No. Okay. <laughs> but check out my social media at Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-E, MMA, all that stuff. i will tell you what's co- coming up.
0: Nice. Well, thank you. It is an honor to have you. Thank you. You You're a world-class athlete. You're an inspiration. Thank you very much, Uh, Adam. I appreciate you you saying that about me. (laughs) Ashley, you came from nothing. You you came from nothing. You started from the bottom, and now you're here. Okay? So uh, I love it. Thank you, Sideshow Network. Thank you, Sean. Okay, Mr. Happy just showed up. All right, listen. You guys are great. Everyone have a great week. Take care.
4: Bye.